real, intimate. You are now tuned into Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. I'm your host, Via Simone. Let's get into it. What's going on, world? It's your girl, Simone, and you are now tuned into another episode of Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. I have three of my friends here today. We This is not an agenda-filled episode. I just want to have a free conversation about what is going on in our lives and what's going on on this internet. Um, this episode is titled Come Correct, because I, th- I think there's a lot of common themes going around about how we want to be loved, respected, valued, appreciated, approached, all of that. So... Before we get into it, I want you all to kind of go around the room and tell the people who you are, because you all are obviously celebrities um, in your own right. So I know people are familiar with who you are, but tell them a little bit more about yourself, where they can find you and what you've got going on. Who's going first? The Me? celebrity. Oh, yeah, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. Uh, um, I'm John. Um, I had to pay to be on here. So um, wow. <laughs> this is an honor. <laughs> now I'm John. I do the Imaginary Players podcast. Um, you can find us at IMG Players on Twitter and Imaginary Players Pod on Instagram. And we do a podcast every Friday, at 9 a.m. That's my plug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great podcast. My Go name, ahead. My name's LaShawn. You can follow me at Stay Focus LA. I am the host and creator of What's a Good Guy. Uh, it's a podcast that comes out every Monday at 8 a.m. on our website, whatsagoodguy.com, and all streaming platforms later on that day at 8 p.m. And that's about it. I post and go. I'm no, I'm no celebrity. I am no uh, public figure. I'm just a regular guy who does a show. That's what they all say. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is T. You guys know me as T Martell. I'm one half of Love and Relations Podcast. You can find me on Instagram. That's T-I.M-A-R-T-L. You can find Love and Relations at L-O-V-E dot R-E-A-L, like real relations. Um, yeah, so I'm here, one half of them. Um, my fiance is the other half. Shout out to the greatest A Mike in podcast history, oh, JB. Shout out to him. <laughs> Shout out to him. Maybe he'll he'll come. Yes, yeah, he's somewhere in the house. So yeah, that's it. Follow yes, JB on. is more than welcome to pop in and say some words if you'd like. Yes, we drop bi-weekly every Wednesday. So yeah, okay. at 10 a.m. Yes, a round robin of great podcast hosts. Well, thank you for being here. Really appreciate this. Thank you for um, having us. We are so oh, I'm a I celebrity now. Oh my god, girl, bye. <laughs> So yeah, so I sent over the video mm-hmm. that has been going crazy on the internet within the last 24 hours. The video interview with Kadeen and DeVal. Has everyone watched it? Yeah. Everyone knows Everyone knows what the topic is? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, granted, this is not a podcast where like I talk about Twitter topics. That's just not, that's not my brand. But that specific conversation really moved me because I felt like this, this opens up a, a larger dialogue about like boundaries and figuring out what your expectations and your standards are and adhering to that past the dating phase. So one thing I will say about that I took away from that video is they've been married or been together for what we know is like, what, 10 years, mm-hmm. whatever. And 
he essentially is saying like, yo, like you asked me to be exclusive. You asked me to be monogamous. I am doing that for you. I am showing up as this monogamous man for you, but I have needs and you're not meeting my needs. What's up? And so I specifically wanted to talk to the men here on the podcast about having your needs met and what do you do in situations when you feel like your needs aren't being met? Because the way he was making it seem was like, I'm committed to you because you don't want to have sex on demand when I want to have it. What's like, what's the problem? What I, what I gathered from their relationship. Well, I know, I, I, I'm not going to say I know him personally, but we've met a couple of times and they, and uh, they used to work out in a gym that's really close to the neighborhood. So you will see them around and they're pretty active and friendly and things of that nature. Um, this is a recurring conversation that they've had. So th- uh, even though it's now going viral, they've spoke about this plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Um, to me personally, she, she, after every kid she got, she looked better. That's so she just constantly keeps getting fine, respectfully, like respectfully, because um, she is a married woman. So I could understand why his sex drives keep increasing as my woman keeps getting fire and fire and fire. But the real conversation is coming, um, is occurring now that I'm hearing a lot more is that like after pregnancy, a woman loses her sex drive and things of that nature, which is uh, a world that probably us men will never understand. Um, so it's kind to it's kind of is probably as a man uh, a adjustment to to know that you know you were frequently getting something and it's a it's a halt. Like her drive stops. So that may that may make you feel like, yo, is there something wrong with me? Like, are you, am I not satisfying you? Am I not pleasing you? How come you're not, you know, you don't want me as wild as you did before this kid or years ago? So um, in a marriage situation, it's death to us part, right? So it's kind of like, I got to work that out. But in a relationship situation, I think that's where, like, I'm not, uh, I didn't make no promises with God. So, you know, the door is always open for me. Um, it may be fucked up in a sense to say that, but it's like, um, if, if, if you're not satisfied by any means, whether it's sexually or, or emotionally, whatever, you don't have to stay there. If you choose to work it out, that's your choice. You shouldn't put it on the next person. It's my choice to stay here and work it out to see if we can find the spark again. Do I have to be uh, Barack Obama and you be Michelle? Or do I have to be the officer, you know, find role playing or do whatever, do whatever things to spice it up or to reignite that flame? But that's my choice. I also have the choice of not within marriage. Life. You're saying you're referencing within marriage. It's no, no. Well, in in marriage, if is death to us part. So I mean, you can't dip. You know what I'm saying? You can't dip. On, I mean, you can, but then what was the point of getting married and taking those vows and sticking it out, right? So I'm talking about in the sense of a relationship because I have yet to get to the marriage part. Mm-hmm. But in a relationship part, if if if. Your, your significant other doesn't have that sex drive anymore is it's up to you to figure out if you want to stick it out or not you know we all have our choices so you have the choice to leave 
Mm-hmm. You you could speak up on it. You could say, hey, like, what's going on? Or you might have to be a little bit more understanding. Or you might have to switch up the style, right? So let's say she's, say, scheduling is conflicted and she's just too tired to do such things, right? At least make make her her day easier, help her unwind, and maybe she'll get a burst of energy in the middle of the night or before she goes to work the next morning. Maybe there's a, I don't know. I've, I've heard of people scheduling sex in their relationship. Maybe I might have to incorporate that. It is weird to me. Yeah. I'm the spirit of a moment type of guy, but the, 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 you might have to find, you might have to do a little things that's uncomfortable to now form a, a new routine in a relationship, but I get it. I've I've heard it. Um, I'm. It's also something that I've been thinking about in the sense of like, if I do end up in a in a marriage, like, is this woman okay with knowing that sh- this is the only dick she's gonna be getting for the rest of her life? Same thing with me. Am I okay with the idea that you know? this is the woman that I only have to sleep with for the rest of my life. I, I jokingly said this on IP today that like, if Ashanti calls, I'm dipping. Like, I don't care. No matter if you're married in a relationship. She has to understand that. I'll, 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 I'll burn it up <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? This God knows who I am. If I get to heaven's gates and he's like, yo, you cheated on your wife for the Shanti. Yo, Satan, what up? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just, that's just how I'm giving it up. No, nah, I mean, you know, I don't mean that God, please let me in. But still, <laughs> you know, but nah, like I get that. But in a in a roles reverse, it's like, yo, what if she has a celebrity crush? Cool, cool, cool. I get it. Right. I get the bias. Her hall head. pass, whoever her hall pass is. Right. So then, so to to play on the idea of like, you know, same dick, same pussy for the for the rest of your life. Do you believe that you can commit to that? Um, I mean, I've committed to that in in um in relationships. So marriage, uh, that would be like the ultimate commitment because. Oh, cause relationship. I view I view marriages and relationships differently, just mm-hmm. overall, right? So in a in a in a marriage, you can't like I said, like in the spiritual aspect, I stood in front of God and I promised this man and this woman, or if you believe God is a woman, I I promised both women, right, or whoever that. I will not step out on this no matter what. So death do us part. I'm going to make it work. You know, I'm going to find the ways of, of, of controlling my uh, emotions because at the end of the day, we all got eyes. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't stop. You know, I can, I can be, I can have a wife at home and see a beautiful woman walk past and just make, but I have to be sure that I am at a stage where I can just look and keep it going. You know what I'm saying? That is that that like I I don't think your wife is the only woman you think is beautiful for the rest of your life. I I just that's that's not realistic. I feel like we put so much unrealistic things into these relationships now that if you if you break it down and have somebody say it to you, you'd be like, yo, that's asinine. So I don't expect Simone when you get a husband that you see a, a man and be like, whoa, he's a handsome fellow. That doesn't stop there, you know? But Yeah, no, it doesn't. But, but it should stop there. Yeah. You know I, think, I think it's it's the difference between, you know, obviously being attracted to someone and then acting upon your attraction. Right. So are you are you at that are you then at that stage where you're you know for a fact 
that your days of seeing someone attractive and leaving it there are over, then yeah, then it, it, I don't think the marriage, committing to a marriage or uh, getting to the stage of you wanting to be with somebody should be the moment of a self-reflection upon yourself. Like, I think what it is, what we've been brainwashed to think is like, yo, how much do you love this woman? But it's more how much do you know yourself to know that the the things that you used to fall victim of, you can no longer control you. Mm-hmm. So that lust or that or or those things that you know you're willing to sacrifice, the ultimate uh what's the word? Where you where you meet somebody in the middle and you and you could just say, yo, yeah, you yeah, you you've mastered the ability to compromise within yourself to make somebody else happy, but not feel like you're giving up on yourself. And that's a mm-hmm. very important to feel like, yo, if I make this compromise, it's yes, because I, I want to make you happy. But at the same time, it's not killing me to do so. So mm-hmm. for another example, like I know we joked on this before, but like the pumpkin thingy, the going pumpkin uh picking and going and for apple, pumpkin patches and, and apple, apple, picking. apple picking, right? That's not I, I I don't think well for us for people who grew up in the city, ain't no picnics. I mean ain't no pumpkins around here, ain't no apples unless we go into the supermarket. So going pumpkin picking and apple picking isn't something that we we dream of doing, but that's something that a woman might like to do. That's a compromise. I mean, it's, it's, but it's not. It's Hold not. On, a let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. It's not okay. it's, the compromise. The compromise is yo. Let me just go because I know Shorty wants to do this. I don't really yeah. care for it. If if she never brought it up, I'm damn sure not bringing it up. She right. may want a nice photo op. It's not gonna kill me to spend two hours to do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's a compromise that a man can make to make somebody happy where it doesn't kill him. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like men when they get to that certain stages in any type of relationship are you willing to make these set compromises as one not gonna kill you and two be to make somebody happy and overall make the space happy because then she might be more inclined to give you the booty mm-hmm. i'm gonna put a pin in that because i think that <laughs> that there's a lot more that can be said about that so let's pause on that t i wanted to get to you quickly because as someone who is stepping into that next phase of relationships. None of us on this podcast are engaged. You got a fiance in the crib right now. How has it been for the last, how long have you been together? Seven years? Nine years in December. Nine years. Nine years. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. How long has it been for, or how has it been for the last nine years of like, you know, really trying to make sure that you are faithful to your partner, you're compromising, having a full understanding that you're not settling with this person that you're with? Um, but one thing is you need to know your spouse and you need to be with somebody who matches you. So I'm with someone that our sex drives match. Like, I like to nap. He likes to nap. So it's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Also, you have to know one thing that one relationship advice I give everybody is know your spouse. I would have asked my fiance to go apple picking. He would have been like, none of your friends want to go? I, I don't want to go apple picking. And I know him. That's okay for me because I can handle that because I know my spouse. Compromise. There's certain things that, you know, like LaShawn said, you would do that you might not want to do because you want to meet somebody in the middle. You want to spice it up. I don't really like going to the movies. He likes going to the movies. I might go. I like doing this. He might not like doing it. He'll do it sometimes. But then if I don't want to go, he can go to the movies by himself. 
one thing that keeps the relationships alive is that I have individuality in my relationship, and we both do. I am not codependent on him. He is not codependent on me. I have a full life outside of him. I might be out every weekend, and he might not be nowhere in sight. I might be out every weekend, and he might be there every time. Because mm-hmm. that's how our relationship works. Mm-hmm. And I always tell women, women's lives should not revolve around men. And that's the problem with a lot of women. Their lives mm-hmm. revolve around men, so therefore everything is dependent on what the man does in the relationship. Oh, I want to go pumpkin picking. You don't have no friends? You don't have auntie? Like, he's not your, he's not your go-to for every single thing. Yeah. And that's not how it is in my relationship by far. Mind you, we're very good friends. So we do a lot together, but that's by choice, not by obligation, honestly. And Mm -hmm. um, just keeping things alive is more like, again, we know each other. And sometimes we have to have conversations like, oh, you know, nah, mm, you know, let's, let's try this or let's do this or trying different things or, um, you know, and I have other friends. I don't really have a lot of friends in relationships, but I have like a male best friend who's engaged also. And I'll ask him like, so wait, is it, this is how it goes in my relationship. Is it the same in yours? And like, we're co- not compare, but we're kind of like, okay, it's normal, but every relationship is different. That's why like when I'm on Twitter and people be like, I can't wait to live with my spouse to have sex with them every day. Huh? Like that's not even realistic. That's not even realistic. <laughs> I like chocolate cake. Do I eat chocolate cake every day? You know why? <laughs> chocolate cake is gonna become disgusting to me if I ate mm-hmm. it. I love it, love it. But then I kind of use this analogy on my fiance, and he said pussy's not chocolate cake. So that was actually a bad comparison. But <laughs> that's that's that. But in in like in the bigger picture, you don't want it. Like you don't want to get tired of something. You have to. I don't know. I couldn't. I wouldn't want to get tired of people because I don't know, you know, they say like, oh, new pussy is the best pussy. I hope men don't feel like women don't feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to want to get tired of you after living with you for one year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. Everybody goes to a honeymoon phase, but it's kind of like you want to still pace yourself where it's like you're having enough intimacy that both of you are satisfied, but you're not overindulging where both of you get bored. That's mm-hmm. where the compromise comes in. Mm, I think that's the perfect way to say it because that's why to me it's kind of weird when men are like, oh, like even the Deval conversation, I don't, we're going to get into that, but it's just really stupid because you married this woman. That's a choice. Even whatever he was saying after that, you sound stupid because you have a choice. You're cho- you have choices in life. You control how your life works. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I agree with you. See, LaShawn is covering his face, but <laughs> we're like, he's like, we're gonna circle back because I want to get to John. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say it. Just kind of like, yeah, it all boils down to knowing your spouse and, like LaShawn said, compromising. Like, yeah, you're not saying, oh, damn, I want a bitch that want to have sex every day, so I can't be with you. Like, it's like you compromise. You know, it's, some people don't even be in real relationships. I don't even know why I be. I be on Twitter like. These people be with together for one month. Of course, you can have sex together every day if you've been with them for one month. Like, come on, like what? Mm-hmm. So, but we're gonna get into the Deval stuff. But yes, John, please. Yes, John. I wanted to ask you because you are someone who is single, who has been single, and has expressed 
um, publicly that, you know, you want somebody who is understanding of your life and your schedule. Sure. I wanted you to kind of like touch upon that a little bit more because there's also a, a, an aspect of compromise when, when dating and making sure that someone is respectful of your schedule, respectful of what you're interested in, what you want to do, how you spend your time. So can you talk a little bit about that? Um, <clears throat> For me, when I look at love overall, like I look at love, like love is what I deem as the hardest thing on the planet to come, the hardest and the most important thing on the planet. Right. So even when I think about somebody that has to come meet me in the middle, I also think love is supposed to be a difficult thing to come to at least because just like we strive for our careers and we strive to get fancy things and you'll save that, that hundred dollars a day to get to your overall goal. Love is kind of, why is, if love is what we all need and what we preach, why is that not deemed as also something you need to take your time with something okay. you need to consider something you need to put, take, take into account when you're dealing with somebody. So I've, I've always been the type to like, I don't let whether it be the last relationship sour me or think that women can never come to deal with my schedule. No, somebody will. It's just, I might have to go through a lot because love is important, right? Love is the most important thing on the planet. Even circling back to the clip that we were talking about, it's like, okay, I've been together 10 years. If she's having a moment where she doesn't feel like she can sexually express herself, I don't think that's lasting the entirety of forever. There's got to be, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Obviously, we all produce content, stuff like that. So we kind of, but I don't know the severity of what it is. If your girl doesn't want to sleep with you for two weeks, like, okay, well, maybe you just got to deal with it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't think that y'all going to be laying together every night and it's just that, it's like that forever. If that's the problem, y'all have different problems in your relationship that y'all need to talk about. But I know we're going to get further into it, but I kind of also see what he, LaShawn didn't say, but I kind of, we kind of had a little bit of a conversation, but like, there's also another side to it in terms of building a relationship. And even when you say like having schedules come together, you also and I've experienced this, so I can speak on something like where I can't be who you need me to be for you right now, but I also know that I care about you and I don't want to lose you. But you also have an expectation of me to kind of be like, hey, like, like you have an expectation of like, hey, I need this at this very moment. Okay, well, I can't give this to you right now, but I still care about you. So it's either it's over or like, is that it? So you can't wait for me. Like, that's where it's not, we, we're not, we're not, we're not coming together here now. If I'm not mistaken, that sounds like you want to put somebody on pause until you're ready to pick them back up. I don't think on pause means I don't think on pause means not right now. I don't think I don't think let's say we're we're in our upper twenties, right? So you may feel like, hey, I have this amount of time to get to where I need to go or I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm like, well, I got a maybe I got a couple more things I want to accomplish before I propose. Mm-hmm. You can have something in your mind that I don't know about. But hey, by, by, by the end of this year, I want to be engaged or I want to have a baby. And sometimes you may not express that to me. Or even if you have like, at the moment, I'm like, oh, yeah, it sounds good. But life happens. Mm-hmm. Like, Yo, listen, like, well, I like you. So let's kind of like, we'll, we'll figure it out along the way. Okay, but, so where's the medium? Where's the middle ground? Because somebody's right. losing. Right. Are we, right. Are, we, are we talking about the Duval clip now, or we? Yeah, yeah. we might as well because no, sorry. sorry. I mean, well, but, no. Before we go to that, I want I, John continue with your your point. So yeah, that's a good question, T. Because what's yeah personally what's the what's the happy medium? She wants to settle down. She wants a child, marriage, whatever. You want to finish building out the podcast brand. You want to launch. You know all of these things. You had you have a vision. 
How, what is the compromise there for y'all? Right. That's a, that's a com- but that's the thing. That's a conversation that needs to be sought out. But like you said, somebody's going to lose. But there's in, in, in all the situations in your life, think about even like even when you get that big job you want, there's going to be parts of that stuff that even though you, you've dreamed of this, you're going to hate it. You're going to be like, yo, I, this maybe I have to wait. And maybe she might have to wait a year or two so I can get to what I need to get done so I can give you whoa, my whoa, 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 whoa. Or, or me, I might have to compromise my dream. It's, it's, it's okay. a... See, we, now we're going to do that because I'm <laughs> no, 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 saying no, no. that she was swinging. Oh, no, of course not. I'm saying like, maybe, maybe, or maybe I've got my, what my dreams have to cut short. Somebody's got to sacrifice. Okay, see, because you kept saying, but when I, all I heard was, but when I... Mm-hmm. I, well, I'm here, so I don't have That's the thing. People get into relationships with that mindset and be like, well, I want to be with you, but I got to do what I got to do. That's not that's not the right mindset for a relationship. And if you like somebody, let them go because the next the next John can mm-hmm. marry her. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, yo, that all that shit sound mad sweet when y'all say but it. But it don't it don't work that way, I feel like. What do you what do you mean? No? That's that's not the reality of the case at, at all. Like it is, it's, it's unfair to say that. And when people say that, you lack understanding. You lack, like, I've been in that position, honestly, mm-hmm. and, and I think I've told Simone that too. I was in a relationship for five years. We started off Jeez. at seventeen, wow. and it was at twenty-two. And she wanted to talk about marriage. I'm a 22-year-old kid. I'm one year removed from 21. What do you mean you want to talk about marriage? And if I'm not ready to at least talk about it or think that marriage is on somewhat the horizon, I have to lose out. So, you know what? That's her decision to make. That's y'all decision to make as a couple. Right. Okay. But do you you understand? Do you understand? You don't want to marry me. That's what you have to make together. I'm not saying that if you don't want to give it to her right then. That's not what I'm saying because I would never get married at 22. Honestly, I would never get married. Okay. So, and also, all right. So, uh, people don't understand yeah, you you're not technically forcing somebody, right? But that is an ultimatum. No, it's not. Can I finish? Can I finish? Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So I'm in a position. My way, my relationship. I was in a position where, if I'm not ready to commit to long term for a marriage, the relationship has to end. So I am in a position to like, okay. Do I make this judgment? Do I say, yo, you know what? I don't want to lose this woman. Let me do this marriage. Or I say, yo, I'm not going to do this. I, I'm not ready for this. I have to walk. But you know what? At, at, at a cost of that decision, I lose out on the person I thought I was going to be forever with. At the end of the day, no matter... First of all, you can't tell somebody how they feel about anything. So in that position, I then feel like I am with an ultimatum. If I don't do this, I lose this. If I do this, I may lose that. That's an ultimatum. You either doing this or I'm out. That's but that's ult- but that's not what she's saying. Well, I can't speak for her, but that situation is not an ultimatum. She's telling you what her life goals are, what she's that's interested in. That's an ultimatum. In. No, no that's, that's not. not. That's an ultimatum. Well, if you go, if you're not ready to marry me, I, if you're not ready to make this, did she literally I'm, say to you, yes, yes, you don't marry me by 22? Simone, okay, like, okay, let, let's okay. not do. Listen, first of all, I'm not, I'm not trying to do nothing. Go ahead. Go first ahead. of all, you shouldn't want to be with somebody that gives you an ultimatum. Period. Yeah, I, I can like agree to every that. Every yeah. single thing, you're like, oh, you don't want to have a baby with me? I'm going to have a baby with somebody else. That's it. Everything is going to be an ultimatum. And the one thing that I said, 
we got engaged on the later end of our relationship, I told myself I would never give him an ultimatum. He knows my heart. He knows where I want to be. And if he does not want to give that to me and we get to a certain point, and it's my decision if I want to leave because I'm not going to wait forever to be somebody's wife. Mm-hmm. I deserve better. Now, now let I- me the so- basic. Let me just say the basic definition of an ultimatum is the final demand or statement of terms, the rejection of which will then end in a result or breakdown in relations. We all oh, speak that's English. Ultimatum. That's an that's so all. That's an <laughs> ultimatum. We all speak English. Thank you. We got it. Oh so yeah, just <laughs> told me that wasn't an ultimatum though. I never said that. I was talking about what. The Deval and Kadeen thing that was not an ultimatum. She stated what she wanted for him, and he took it upon himself to propose to her because she said, I don't want to shack up with somebody that I'm not married to. She didn't say, I'm not going to shack, but she was already shacking up with him. Right. So, she was there. And, okay, so, and what so, I will say, LaShawn, what I will say is I, I hold myself accountable for speaking ahead of that situation because you're right. That person you did tell that me about person, that did give you an ultimatum. Now I, I think back to it, I remember what you said. She did. And that was unfair. Me personally, when I think about my life, like John says, I think about forever. Do I right. want to be with somebody that gives me an ultimatum at 22 to get married and be with them forever? How is my finances going to go? How right. are we going to settle on a house? How are we going to raise our kids? How are we... Not, how, no, she's not a person I need to be with because this is not... when In my life choices, she's not compatible with me to make these life choices together because obviously right. we can't even agree on this choice. Now, let me ask y'all, do you think that there's a timeline? Because T, you said that you and um and your fiance have been together for nine years. Yeah. Do you do you think subconsciously you would have had a a thought like, okay, we've been together for ten years and he ain't proposed? Yeah. I, I, ten I, years would have been your call. I asked my mom, I was like, should I leave him if he mm-hmm. if he don't propose? Saying, she's like, girl, he a good man, just stay with him. But again, he knew my heart. So yeah. it's like I have to trust in my relationship and I have to put faith in us that he would not just take me for a fool now if we hit now there's people that give you a ring i've seen this happen with older people they give you a ring it's a shut up ring mm-hmm. shut the fuck up mm-hmm. now you with somebody for 22 years and you you ain't never been married you ain't never been married to them yeah. the, the ring to so shut they up. give you a, a promise ring mm-hmm. no just shut up it's not even a problem they propose i want to marry you but they never plan a wedding ain't no date ain't no nothing just just engage fiancés that's why i call it a promise ring because ring because it's not there's, there's oh, true. No. You know that, you're, you're, not, a, you're not really aspiring to marriage. You know the little like, teenagers be having promise rings, so I don't know about that. I, mean, I, mean, I told myself, don't ever buy me a ring unless it's an engagement ring. So don't even come with the promise ring, baby. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Don't dream, please. Don't don't promise me a dream. So <laughs> that's that's I t- I told myself in my mind. I said, you know what? I'm going to let him do it on his own time. And then when I started to feel the pressure in my mind, like subconsciously, I feel like. You know, I feel like I'm a spiritual person. I have a good relationship with God. I had a conversation with somebody like right when I was feeling the pressure. Somebody was like, listen, he was like, I have kids. And when you have kids and you pressure them to go to college, they don't, they might go the other way. Just like when, you know, your boyfriend, he might, he's going to want to marry you, but you need to make him do it on his own time. Like the person said that to me. I was not expressing this to them. They literally came out and had a conversation with me without, without even me talking about it. And then look. Mm -hmm. I I think what the disconnect can be, sometimes too and I mean this is not obviously all men but like just the expression of where you see the timeline too like where you see this going I feel like there may be a disconnect between like you're say you're with someone you know that she's wife of material you know that you want to marry her but you're not expressing that you're not saying you know I want to I want to build a future with you I want to see I want to marry you I want to have a family with you like you may be thinking those things but women like reassurance and they like to be affirmed so I think that like if 
if there were more men who were doing that, we're not we're not going to be worried about the timeline. So we're sitting here like, okay, we're in this relationship for five plus years. What's next? What are we doing? How are you feeling? You know, like we we can't be the ones all the time giving these temperature checks, trying to check in and see what's going on, how you're feeling, what you want to do next. I f- the answer to that, I feel like men should start uh, speaking up and, and stop saying yes in fear of losing her. If you lose her, oh well. I know that's fucked up to say, but I, I've been in positions where a woman will say something and I know I ain't ready for that or, or thinking of that right now, but I'll be like, okay, babe, nah, we got to stop saying, we got to stop saying that and then trying to like behind the scenes catch up. So for example, let's say if she's like, damn, I need a perfect example where nobody can feel uh fuck. Let's say she, oh, boom, cool. Let, I just looked outside. Let's say she wants to buy a car. I know my finances ain't in no position to buy no car, right? And I'd be like, all right, babe, let's we, we'll get a car by like, you know, let's say it's January. And and I say, we'll get a car by September. Then July comes around and she's like, you know, uh, we should start going looking for cars. I In, in January, I should not have said yes. I should have straight up said, yo, right now. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a tedious process for me to save that. The way my finances is set up now, I will try to blah, blah, blah. So I don't give her the false hope that by mm-hmm. September, you know what I'm saying? But what, what men will do will probably agree to it and then try to mm-hmm. oh, it work behind. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. tell her straight up from the jump, yo, this is not in my cards right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's simple. It, it don't have to be something as luxurious as a car. It could be as simple as like, Hey, I think uh, I want to introduce you to my parents. I'm not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Something that's small, like men got to speak up in those positions where, you know, in that moment, it may be like, you know, unfortunately, he's not there or this, that, and the third. But at least she knows and she can then say, you know, well, all right, I, at least I know where he's at. Or maybe we could then have a conversation on where we're both at or where we see this relationship at. Those, it, it don't need to be like a a, a six-month check-in, but it's like when you feel like a landmark is approaching or a timestamp is approaching, then you can have those thorough conversations on where do you see this or how do you feel like moving? Because sometimes uh, the, the alignment may get a little out of line. Somebody may be a little bit further. Somebody may be comfortable where we're at. You know, the, the pace may have changed. So it's, it's, it's okay, but I think, that all changes once once more men speak up off the gate. Yo, this is where I stand. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm not looking for. I'm not ready for this. And then at least tell her why so she has more of an understanding. Okay, I understand your mental process or how you process things or how you think things out. Opposed to just us doing the whole, you know what, babe, you got it, whatever you want. And now in the back of my mind, I already got my shit, but now I have to figure out how to get this shit because I already agreed and I don't want to come up short. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you for saying that, LaShawn. Thank you. John, how do you feel about that? You want to weigh in? Um, so even back to like when you guys were talking about the end, to me, the actual idea of an ultimatum, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that if you feel 
that you want something at this time, if we just don't connect to it, then maybe we're just not in the same place and we just need to move forward. But I don't think there's anything. If you decide that you want to give me a timeline and I'm like, well, John's not on that timeline. Mm -hmm. and it's not going to work for John. So we're not going to work, Queen. I apologize, but we might have to move forward. It might hurt me because it sounds, the way I'm making it sound is mad sweet. It's easy, all that good stuff because we're going to do what we can to keep our girl. We're men. That's what we do. But at the same time, it's like, yo, if you have something in your mind, you have a goal, right? Somebody's going to meet that goal. You're going to find somebody that meets the goal. It's just not me, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. It's just you, not me. Now, go ahead, T. Um, I was going to say, um, I think that that's kind of hard, too, because look at my relationship. I've been mm -hmm. together for nine years. Imagine at the 10th year, I'm like, okay, it's either you're going to marry me or I'm going to go. And then I would have went. I mean, if that was my decision, I would have went. But... I don't think that these are conversations you need to be having on the first date. But once you see that you're getting serious with somebody, like mm -hmm. once you see, okay, six months, oh, can you, you want to meet my sister? Can I come to holidays? Once you see that, you need to ask somebody, like, do you, do you want to get married? But my question to T is like, okay, let's say you came to that crossroads at 10 years and you approached him. No, 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 no. The point that I'm trying to say is that nobody should be coming to that crossroad at 10 years. Yeah. At this age, you should be, once you see yourself getting, yeah. I would never casually be dating somebody for 10 years. That's actually a waste of my damn time. <laughs> right. Would I, would, I be, would I be casually? Can we, can we normalize different strokes for different folks? Like, <laughs> no, 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 seriously, like. No, 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 Jonathan today and she sees in six months oh hey let's go to Valentine's Day they're going they're they're meeting the parents in March hey do you, you know let's talk about some seriousness do you do you want to get married do you believe in marriage no if he said no and I believe in marriage that's my exit I'm mm -hmm. not going to date him and do all these things with him and then four years we're in a relationship hey do you believe in marriage nah I'm not with that where, do, where does that leave me? Okay, I think that maybe, maybe, maybe it's the point I was trying to make is a little bit misconstrued. So my, yeah. my, my thing is this, right? If let's say you guys have had the conversation early because yeah. things change, people change. That is human nature, right? You're at 10 years and you're like, you know what? Hey, well, we, talk, we spoke about this in, I don't know, year four or five. Now we're at year 10. Hey, I'm here right now. He was like, you know, well, I'm still not here yet. Yeah. I think that if you guys are still on those different spaces, it's it's, it's not a wrong on each side, either side of it. It's okay. Well, oh, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, he's not here yet. I'm, I'm here now. Now there's a decision to be made. It's not the first conversation being after 10 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not that's saying good. I'm not saying that that's the conversation is tough. now happening at year 10. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Right. And I've known people that left. I've known people who had yeah. relationships with people and they got to a certain number of years and you ask them like, hey, why are you and your ex not together? You know, X, Y, and Z happened. Y'all seem happy. He didn't want to marry me. He didn't want to take the next step. He didn't want to buy a house. It's crazy it's that they're having those conversations so late though. No, no, no. Some people have it. And, you know, the thing is when you when you grow with somebody, there's a lot of flaws there because you don't understand how you're, you, you're growing with yourself. And that's a, that's, a, that's a hard thing in itself to grow with by yourself. Yeah. Growing with someone... And and then they're having, they're hitting bumps in the road just like you. Some some of those bumps in the roads puts them so back that maybe at the ten year mark, like John said, they cannot be married to you. They cannot afford the ring and the life that you want. Can I ask it's a question? A who, who, did, who who created this timeline that everybody feel like we gotta follow? 
Not well. No, 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 no. You know who? The biological clock of a woman. Because if mm-hmm. you want to be married before you have a kid, um, your eggs start to dry up at thirty-five. Now people mm-hmm. have people have kids at forty-two, but if I'm with a man since I was. 25 years old and we get married at 10 years i'm 35 mm. my ability of us having a kid goes down 50 percent at 35 i hear you but hear you. but but the, the the whole concept of the society construct i i'm at an age where i'm no longer following that you know what i'm saying or because i can i could date a woman in six months and be like oh shit she's the one for me let me marry yeah, her now right. go, ain't nobody gonna say or oh, less noise will be about oh damn they got married mad quick no nah, no we, niggas, we niggas, say that don't worry it'll be it'll be more cheering oh let's not say six months let's say two years i've been mm-hmm. with her for two years oh i love love but no, we, no, we say if, that too. Even if if if, if, if if it's year if it's year eight, damn, what's taking him so long? Like who mm-hmm. gives a fuck, bro? Like if if it's, people like, tell me that, people used to tell me that all the time. I used to meet people. People used to be like, "When is he gonna propose?" I said, "You want his number?" Because obviously, I'm not proposing. To <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just mind your business. Yeah, so, we, we, so we. I don't. I, I don't think we or or or. I don't think my, for me personally, my relationship will not be based off of what society says a relationship right. is supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I mean it shouldn't it shouldn't be. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. We're at the we're in our earlier years. I'm not gonna say our age, but we're in our earlier years. You meet a woman right now, she's like, Yeah, you know, I wanna be married and have a kid before I'm thirty-five. So that gives you a little while. And and then you get to that, she gets to thirty-four, y'all together, and you mm-hmm. like but you know that, like you know, like you know. Oh, so, so okay, so based based, based based off of your hypothetical, right? Yeah, I would not do her dirty by thirty four because technically she only got one year, so that means she would then have to find somebody in a year. Yeah, that's fucked up. To me, yeah, that would be fucked up. But she's fine, ideally. But you know, the thing is, when you meet someone, especially now that we're older, I'm not gonna say at twenty one because we're not there. We're not twenty one. Yeah, we're not twenty one. We're twenty five and up. So let's say at twenty five, you meet a woman. And she says, you know, some people are dating with intent now. Very much yeah. intent. High yeah. intent. Not yeah. medium, not low. They're not having fun anymore. They're dating with intent. I want to be married. That takes away from the moment, though. So if I know that, yeah. if if I know that your intentions is to date to get married, I would not date you. But that's what I'm talking about. That's a good thing. Do you aspire to marriage, Sushan? I mean, yeah, cool, fine. That's no problem. I'm not objecting that. But if out the gate, Oh, if she if she lets it be known, like, hey, you know, I'm dating. I'm not. I'm dating with the intent to marry. I understand that, but I'm not. So let me I'm ask a clarifying question: Is it a disservice for her not to tell you that? Because what if she? Sees no, 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 no. She's doing me a favor. No, but I'm saying, what if she sees you as a potential husband? What if I? But I, I don't see her know. as a potential wife, so I should spare her that. Oh, I'm saying, I'm saying, but what if you did? What if, because I feel like if she's saying that, it kind of puts a kind of like a stain on her. Like, ugh, ugh. No, 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 ugh. no, 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 not at all. Not at all. That's, that's, to me, I would appreciate us knowing what the intent is. So if your intent is, listen, my intention is to date to marry. I, my intent is to date, to get to know you, to see if I'm, we're even compatible. Right. Then, then once we get through that, once I figure out if we're compatible or not, then let's see how how we can build from the compatibility. But that's what intent to marry. That that's what that means. That's what I was gonna ask. What's um, the clarifying question is? What are you dating for then? If if dating for marriage scares you, what are you dating for? Experience. I, I never I never said I was scared. Not I no. 
I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking. Like, what what, just what is, your is dating with intent? Is dating yeah? Because if you're trying oh, to see compatibility, no, no, what's no, the compatibility no, no. Hold on, hold on. My my. I don't understand. Like, what is your, what are your, what is the compatibility for? For a wife? <laughs> As a return? Not really. Not, not even. Compatible really. for what? Oh, a friend? Off, off the first date, I want to know if, like, by the end of the date, y'all oh marry this girl. Oh, we're not, we're not saying that. So why am I have to be forced to think so far ahead? Well, let's, let me no, get that. Nobody you to think that far ahead, but that's it's like, what I'm saying. My dating. What is the point? Okay. What are so, you trying uh, to get earlier, at? Earlier, earlier, we joked. Earlier, we joked about my DMs, right? Mm-hmm. Without disclosing the woman's name. Oh my she, God! You see, why are we gonna share? Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I'm not trying to be too forward. I randomly saw your page and I'm intrigued. I think we should go for drinks or something. For okay. something. So her intent on uh, our date would have been to see if I was as intriguing as I looked. It didn't mean that she was... No. She, hold on, let me finish, bro. <laughs> so her intent is, I right, this nigga look good. Let me see if he actually, his personality matches his looks. But I've also been on, or I've also like spoke to women who've told me, listen, like if I date somebody, I'm looking for somebody serious because I'm I'm getting older. I would want a serious, committed relationship. She may not want a serious, committed relationship. She, her intent could probably be to get the draws from me. But you don't know that. I don't. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, so at least in the first, before I think marriage, let me see what 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 the what is what is hitting for. And not in a sexual context. We're just saying that if I like 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 if I was the person that DM'd you, I might go out with you and be like, "Wow, he's a really nice guy." And then as we start to get to know each other, I'm like, you know what? I really think that this could be really something serious, and I really like him, and I can see him as a good husband. That's what dating with intent. That's the intent. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, yeah. Okay. In that example. In that example. That developed over time. I'm, I'm not going out right now. My first day, like I'm looking for a husband. T like I said, different strokes for different folks. I have living proof that okay. I have been hit off the rip. Like, yo, you, you want to be my husband? husband? Exactly. Really? Oh, okay. I, I'm not. I'm not speaking from out my uh, ass or pulling things from thin air. Wait, wait, what was that? Oh, wait, you have to find this clip. So well, I remember when um New York was like, I want to get my name changed and I'm going to get my eggs cracked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so I, I've been in predicaments where women let me know, like, yo, what's up? You going to be my husband. Okay. Uh, now, let me ask you, what are you dating for? Right Nothing. now? Mm-hmm. Or John? Both. Both of y'all. Right now, if if I am in the stage of opening to to date again because I've been declining all these DMs, mm-hmm. I am I would then be so looking humble. to to get to yeah. know somebody. I'm looking for right now companionship. That's all I really want. Okay, looking for a friend, wife. <laughs> no, I'm not looking for a wife. Too. You're looking Come for on. you need a companion. Get a you're looking for a friend. That's what it sounds like. It looks like it sounds like you're looking for a friend that you can be intimate with. A friends of benefit. 
No, because if I want friends with benefits, I would dick down anybody who, who comes my way. Like, let's just use my words and what I'm saying. Words because... But companion, define companion. So Please, Mary Look that a, one up. A companion, a companion for me, for me, mm-hmm. would be a person who I create a bond with over time and see if it could develop into something further. So right now, on, on plain level surface, I'm not looking for anything, anything too serious where I feel like I have to overly commit something that may come from a sacrifice from me. All right, next caller. Um, <laughs> on, that, bro. No, because you, because it's like, I don't understand what that means. So ask for me to cl- specify. LaShawn like, meets Sasha. Okay. Sasha was interesting. Okay. She, she, he likes Sasha. He's okay. being serious with Sasha, but he doesn't want to get too serious. Like, I'm not understanding that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's either you're going to let it flow to where it goes. Okay. you're going to meet somebody and it, you're going to be like, okay, you know what? Because at the end of the day, what happens when that's, it, it gets a little sticky on both sides because now she's a companion. She wants to be serious, but then it's like, you have things going on where you don't want to be if, serious. If, 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 can I finish? I did. I wasn't finished. All right, let me mute myself. <laughs> so, like, do you not want a girlfriend? Uh-uh. You not want a girlfriend? Like, is she just somebody that's taking up your time right now? You're enjoying her time, but then what happens to her? Because it kind of gets. Are you asking her? Do you want to like? How? Wh- where's the middle ground? I'm trying to. We're trying to understand what a companion is versus a girlfriend. Because you described a girlfriend until you said, "I don't want to commit." Commit too much because of course everybody has certain things going on so where is the differentiating line like where's the line that separates the two that's what we're trying to figure out okay so let's use sasha sasha's a good name because i don't know what sasha yeah sasha hits me up dms me and she says hey i want to go out for drinks i then accept offer right we go out for drinks even though i'm not a big drinker so cool we go out for drinks. We're talking this, that, and the third. Within that first conversation, I would then ask her straight up, what are you looking for here? Mm-hmm. If she is then saying, you know, I want this, that, and the third, it is early in the stage for me to then decline. Like, you know, I'm not looking for that. What I am, so if it could be somebody who we go out for drinks often, spend time together, cool. And I develop feelings and I could say, yo, you know what? In the beginning of this, I wasn't looking for this, but you know what? I'm going to take this risk. I will then be receptive to it, but I am not going into it straight shot, like first date or a couple of uh, meeting up. Yo, this could potentially be my girlfriend. I want to fill her out. Non-physically in that way. I want to fill her out. Because when you, in this new era, bro, when you out to dating, you're meeting everybody's best representative. Can we all agree to that? So I'm going to see her best side. She's going to see my best side. And then I fill her out to like, until that phase wears off. What What I've been seeing a lot of times, a lot of people make these commitments during the best representative right. stage. They're in, the, they're in the fake phase, you say. Right. So I've learned that enough that, yo, you know what? I don't want to commit during those, yo, I can't wait till Friday, this, that, and third. I want to continue to fill this out. It does not, the companionship doesn't necessarily have to be a sexual partner. I don't need that. I'm not searching for that. I'm literally looking for somebody who, or in this scenario, who would then 
I got to see if she's okay with my schedule. I got to understand if how much time is she needing because I've met women who were okay with seeing me once a week and I met women who hated the fact they saw me once a week. You know what I'm saying? Those those level of compatibility things is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, I've I've dated women who T boom, perfect example. You know me well enough. What happens when I I open up and Shorty ghosts me? You know what, um, John? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's like the, there's a reason why I take my time in certain things, and, I, and I understand that. And now oh. when you explained it, it makes sense. But still, oh. at the end of the day, oh, you're I, seeing where it goes. Huh? You're seeing. Yes. Okay. So, so so I'm seeing where it goes. Okay. Am I? Everybody in this room knows me. As you know, I like love. I know how to be that person. But I I am now at that stage where I've pulled that back because I feel like I should no longer lead with that. Okay. So now I'm trying to find a way to date without leading like that because I've had so many experiences where leading with that does not always grant me success. Mm-hmm. So okay. so in my in this new world of this new age dating. I want to did I my filling out period it may be a little bit longer than the average was 6 to 8 weeks because in those moments we're having the best of conversations we're being vulnerable we're we're sharing goals and it sounds cute she she she's okay with it but then what happens when you know the new joke is I just want to be in his skin now so now she wants more time cool. whoa I told you from the jump, my time is very limited. Now you're asking for something that I can't provide. I'm no longer in the stage where I'm going to tell you yes when I thoroughly meet, when deep down inside, I mean no. So to avoid all of that where we both can exit and hopefully stay cool without things ending roughly, that's what I'm trying to save. So I don't want to... Compatibility. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, sure. But in the midst of that... In the, in, in, in the midst of that, I the, the way I date, I only date individually. So you are uh, going okay. to have my time. I don't date uh, multiple, multiple people, people at one time. So the way I date, I'm only speaking from my standpoint. Right. So the way I date, I only date one person at a time. So you might have my all my dates may be with you, and all my plans may be with you. Or if I do do the pumpkin thing, that's that that's the the that the. the that's the way I'm choosing to spend time in a form of fashion that can make things work. But if I realize it's now in the space of like, you're ready to take the next step and I'm not, I'm okay with saying I'm not there. We yet. need to let this go. Okay. Right. Okay. right. All right, John. So I'm going to, yeah, I was going to say, we need to give the floor to John. Cause John, I want to know, are you dating? Yes or no? You are on mute, sir. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh, like in terms of like, do I go? Do I go out on dates? Yes, the textbook Merriam-Webster definition of dating. Are you doing it? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I'll go, I'll go out on dates if I if if I feel like it or if I feel like I'm gonna give me my time. Yeah, for sure. I, that's how I'm gonna know. If you want to give people your time, wow, how generous! I so, mean, I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> My God! Dinner with women, or if they 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 are gracious enough to let to present me with their time. Okay. Now I wanted to hear how are you dating with intent? What is your intent when you are in this dating space? 
What are you looking for? If you are looking for anything. In full transparency, I don't go into any date at this point. Well, me right now, just where I'm at personally, mentally, I don't go into anything with any expectation. Like if, if, if you, if I'm, if we're attracted to each other and we, and I see like I would, we can, you know, connect and you're like, oh, let's go for a drink. Why not? It doesn't, uh, you know, I'm blessed in a position where it's like, if I go out for a drink and it just doesn't work out or we go out to dinner and it doesn't work out after that one day, okay, all right, cool. Like, all right. It's kind of, I'm a big, right, well, personally, I'm just a big, whatever happens, happens when it comes to relationships and dating. What are you dating for? I mean, in the, like, the end goal? Yeah. I mean, the end goal is to always to find somebody I can spend, uh, the, to spend the rest of my life with, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's not, I'm not, that's never really in my mind if I'm going out with somebody for, even if. Until it gets to that point, I guess, right? Till we get to the the mark where it's like, all right, maybe a few months in, like, oh wow, I really don't see myself being without you at any point in time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, how do we, you know, how, what am I going to do? What are we going to do to keep that forward? What are we going to do to keep pushing that forward? But I've never like, I never go out with the intent, or if me and somebody have been talking for a while and we finally decide to go out, or we can spend a few days together. We're like, oh man, this is where my head's at. I just feel like, all right, well, we're here right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to go with what the universe is taking us mm-hmm. and we're going to figure it out. I mean, I can't speak for all women, but I feel like that's where men and women differ, where women tend to be a little bit more of a dreamer in the sense of like, you know, off the bat, we're dating someone, we see someone, we meet someone, we're feeling their vibe. We are already thinking forward. Like we're obviously not going to project that to you. We're not going to say, oh yeah, this, this is my husband, but we're already thinking like, okay, what qualities is he exhibiting? What is he showing me? How is he, how is he treating me? Are these qualities I can see in a husband? So um, I hear I hear what you're saying. I did want to touch upon a conversation that we had separately, but I think it's worth bringing up. So sure. we were, we were talking about the pumpkin patches because you because literally I you know that shit pissed me off last week, and it mainly pissed me off only because I, it pissed everyone off. It pissed every woman off, and it, but it's it's not necessarily the pumpkin patch apple picking thing. It's the fact that. You were saying this is something that you don't want to do. You're not interested in doing. You don't no. care to do, but you're going to do it to get some pussy. So uh, now, uh, okay. it, oh, you didn't. Oh, you didn't hear him say that, T. No, I'm gonna let you finish first. I I would love to insert the clip here. So, literally, John and his friends, John and friends, Imaginary Players podcast. They were saying Every Friday, not am. <laughs> not gonna bash us and not get my plug in. Every Friday Friday at 9 a.m. Y'all were saying how there are these activities that women want to do, women you're dating, women you're in a relationship with, women you're married to, want to do, but you're not going to do it because, I mean, you're going to do it because you know guaranteed pussy comes from it. Now, when we talked about that offline and I had said to you, you're not going to do this for your wife and kids, you said that you were going to do it with your son, daughter, whoever, and drop your kids off at their mom's house. (laughs) Now, the problematic statement that comes from there is the fact that you said going to drop them off at their mom's house, which already says to me and projects that you are not going to be in a relationship with this person that you've bred children with. So then you were like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually expecting the fact that like I'm going to get someone pregnant on accident, but on purpose. And then I'm going to find my wife after that. Can you please elaborate? Because there, there's so much to unpack from that situation. <laughs> I don't think there's much to unpack there. 
I think you know there, I think there is, but because everybody ahead. that knows me knows that John be joking eighty nine point nine percent of the time. There is an eleven percent though. That thing that you're probably speaking on, right? So like the pumpkin patch thing. If I'm in a relationship with you, I don't think I have to take you to a pump. Obviously, I don't have to take you to a pumpkin patch for us to have sex. We're probably already having sex. No, isn't I'm doing it to make you happy. Imagine plays every Friday at nine a.m. We we make jokes. That's our job. We're entertainers, right? Mm-hmm. But just to play onto what you're saying, right? We spoke about this earlier. I never, John never wants to go to a pumpkin patch. Let's make that very clear. I never want to drive two and a half hours or three hours upstate to go sit, take pictures of you, sit next to pumpkins, and you think I'm enjoying that. If that's what y'all really, y'all have completely lost it. If you think I want to drive three hours (laughs) to take pictures by pumpkins and hay and there's horse shit everywhere, there's no way y'all think we like that. Can I ask you really quick, have you done it before? Yes. And I hated it. All right, carry on. I've, I will to be by hay and dirt everywhere and you're messing up my sneakers. No, I don't want any of that. And I had to park in a dirty parking lot. Now my car's got mud on it. Now I got to get it washed. Yes, I hate it. I don't want to do it. Make okay. that very clear. But if the person that I am dealing with and a woman that I'm sleeping with every night that is opening her body up to me says, hey, John, can we go to a pumpkin patch? Sure. Why not? In my head... Fuck, I can't believe she got me this time. But yes, I'm going to say, I'm, you know what John's going to say? Listen, y'all can say whatever y'all I'm going to say yes. I'm going to eat it for three to four hours. I'm going to come home. I might be a little bit upset, but I'm going to go to sleep. And then I'm going to deal with it. I'm about we, to check it out and see. What? I'm about to ask him if he want to go to a pumpkin patch. He gonna <laughs> yeah, ask him right now. Ask, ask if you like, want to go to a pumpkin patch. Okay, pie. yes, because at the end of the day, we all do things we don't. We all like we said compromise. Mm-hmm. You might really, really want to go to this pumpkin patch. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I hate that and I want have no interest in it, but let's go. And honestly, it's like that's the middle ground. Like, hey, and I hope you know that I don't want to go. Yeah. You're like, oh, and his like, oh well, he made the effort. He knows he didn't want to go. Well, fuck it. We went. Well that's effort. Can I ask, why not exhibit what LaShawn was saying earlier about being transparent about what it is that you don't want to do or how you feel. Why are, Why in those situations are you not exhibiting that? Because to me... You, it's very, you're very strong on like, this is something you do not want to do. You do not want to spend your time doing it, but you're going to do it in, in the honor of compromise, which is respectable. But you, but if you're going to throw it back in her face and be like, you know Never that I didn't want to do that. But, you, but you said that you were going to tell her that, like, you know that I didn't want to do this. Right? No, I think if my girl knows me, she knows that's not what I want to do. If you know me for 45 seconds, you know, yo, John's really not the pumpkin patch dude. Okay. <laughs> like, that's not his vibe for real. Yeah. But if you ask me to go, you know, you in your head, you know that that's something he's doing for me. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the flip. If I am taking you to a bar to watch the game but you do not want to go if you have no interest in sports and want like if you i know that you don't want to go but you're like yo babe i really don't want to go by myself i want my homies girls gonna be there and you compromise i know you're compromising it's not a one way like i know you're doing something for me mm-hmm. so it's the same it's kind of the it's the same catch 22 i don't have i to me it serves me no right me denying you something for a couple hours that you want to do who the hell am i Oh my God, we're in a relationship. You expect to be in a relationship with this person for 10 plus years and I can't do something for you for four hours? Yeah. 
Get some stupid ass pumpkins. I hate those things, and it's filthy. And it's and and there's mad kids around too. And it's no yeah, it's nasty. But guess what? Three, four hours of my time to make my girl happy? Oh my god, yes, I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna lie and say I loved it if you if you make these. Yes. Are you gonna smile in the pictures with the yep, All of them. Okay. Yep, all of them. Well, I mean, we can appreciate that. Thank you. Like, like a, a month, two months and a half, y'all. I'm like, I'm gonna give you a frown a little bit. <laughs> I, I totally agree. The only oh. thing I will not compromise for that's not like I know earlier today I said like, yo, the only compromises I'm not willing to make it the ones that I feel like is gonna hurt me to do. The onesies. I'm not doing no, that. No, I'm not doing the that. Christmas onesie. Yeah, I don't, don't want to do the Christmas onesie. You can get top and bottom. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm okay, Gucci. Okay, okay. What if it's not a onesie? What if it's just matching Christmas? Tradition? Nah, I'm not doing that. Well, the only way Stop. I will do that. The only way I would do that is for like family portraits. But, yeah, for the kids. Oh yeah, for the kids. <laughs> you heard what I said though. For the kids, so it ain't even for us. It's for the children. Yeah. But I've but I've done it all. The pumpkin okay. patches, the uh I'm not a movie person. I'm not a movie person. I hate movies. So you see this TV in the background, it's like that all the time. It's off. So so if she if she, if a woman's here and she wants to watch a movie, I have been the person who said I'm not watching movies, I'm not into movies, but now it's like yo, like I right, is it gonna kill me? To, to have this TV on for two hours and watch a movie to make her feel like we're doing something together. LaShawn, honestly, no, it's not. So just watch the movie. And there are times where she may put a movie on and fuck it. I like this shit more than I thought it would. And the other times, I'm asleep before the, the first fight or the first kiss or, or the mm -hmm. first kidnapping. So it, it's not... It, it's, it's, as men, well, no, let me not. As as a man who has dated, in my experiences, I realized that the compromises on my part were just, I lift, I lifted up my foot because I put my foot down on so many things. That I'm not doing, I'm not doing, I'm doing. And then I realized, yo, why are you not doing these things? Mm -hmm. And I ain't really have a valid answer outside of, that shit just not for me. Mm -hmm. But then when you realize, yo, you're not you're not dating yourself. You're dating somebody else. So it's not for me. It's now for us. So if I'm saying, so now the, my verbiage from me to us have now changed, which is why I'm more inclined to do the things that I would not do without a woman being here. Like I said, TV's off. And on my regular day off, like today, I'm not driving past exit 49 Amityville to a pumpkin patch for some photos. Well, that's west or east, so... I, well, there's a pumpkin patch know. back there. I don't know where they're at, but I know I drove and it, it was two tolls. So I, <laughs> I thought, I mean, God tolls. forbid you spent $18 on the toll. Well, you see how I sound? Look, God forbid I spent. You see how that's why we don't come to like, yo, we're going to do it. We're just going to do it. Why, but then why, I'm, also, I'm also a person who's into basketball. So if, if a woman buys me basketball game tickets and she comes with me, I know she might not be into the she sport. I might have to fucking explain to her what the what, who that is, who that is. The ball goes in the bucket equals two points and things of that nature. But she'll see that as, you know, spending time. Or we know the running joke. If I tell my girl, like, yo, I want to go to the store, she going to want to come with me because she course, just wants to She just wants spend to spend time with you. Exactly. So now I'm but realizing. But y'all don't see it. I feel like y'all don't see it like that, though. I think after a while, you do. You just, uh, just as a man, we have to come to the realization that we can still maintain our... Uh, masculinity 
and be submissive in a sense at the same time. Like that doesn't take away from us. And that's that's more of an ego thing for us. Mm-hmm. That that has nothing to do with a with a woman. And I think men need to be careful on projecting that because you can then make a woman feel some sort of way. So mm-hmm. once once we realize, yo, we're still, we still can be the man in this relationship and be somewhat submissive to our woman. And submissive doesn't mean that. I'm on my knees and she got her foot on my neck. No, it just means that if she says, hey, babe, like, let's cook dinner tonight and let's do this. And you know you want to do that shit. It's nothing wrong with saying, okay. Yeah. So so being men should be more open into a two-way street of submissiveness. Mm-hmm. You, can still, you can still lead the relationship and be a little bit submissive. To, I agree. To, uh, to oh, knowing when to say, okay, it's cool is the b- best tool Listen, man, it is the best tool. Just know, listen, if it's not that serious, hey. Yeah, yeah. It, you just have to draw yeah, you have to pick and choose your battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure, for yeah. sure. Up to you. For sure. Mm-hmm. You want to go to Pumpkin Batch? Cool. You want me to pick you up from wherever when I told you that this is going to be too far? Like, we do things that we don't want to do all the time. Mm-hmm. It, that has nothing to do with us, you know, um, not being truthful in the relationship or anything like that. It's yo, we ha- we have to do things to make our girls happy. Same way our girl has to do things to make us happy that we may hate or not hate. Maybe that's an extreme word, but we just don't want to do. Right. Oh, so I think the bigger picture was there's things that you shouldn't be doing if you don't want to do, like getting yeah. married. Yeah. yeah. So 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 so. I want I want to go back if we can to the to the. It's a choice. It's not like an ultimatum, right? Yeah. I feel, so as a man, I feel like in those decisions, it comes with, even though even though the intent, right, may not to be to put pressure on the man, but it, it unfortunately, well, the realistic truth is there is a little bit of pressure of that. And the, the pressure can either do it, what I consider force the mirror to be in front of you, right? So say the conversation of the matter is marriage, right? The mirror is now you looking into the mirror. Yo, am I ready for this? Am I, you, you know, it's a lot of self-reflecting a man should do before he makes that ultimate, you know, decision. The pressure that I feel, because also in context that, you know, so even though I watched the whole episode, I did rewatch the clip that Simone sent because I don't like I don't like judging what people put out as a promo clip as base as a content creator. I understand why we create promo clips, yeah. but you should never judge somebody's full episode off a thirty second clip mm-hmm. because technically they they that is to to be used to draw you in to watch it. So it drew me in. She said that the reason why she thought. It was time for her to get married. Is because th- that's the way society told her to. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So, 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 what I'm so the pressure of society making you feel not just marriage, but society making you feel like you're missing out because they equate certain things to an age. That's unfair to anybody, bro. Yeah. And not even just relationship wise. I think like. Even now in the pandemic, like you'll see certain people buying homes or 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 
certain people doing certain things and it'll make you feel like, damn, well, what am I doing wrong? And you see other people doing certain things. There's a problem with like people posting all of their W's and you don't know the L's they took behind mm. it. So it forms that it form it forms that pressure. Like, like boom, like I know I, I joke with T all the time about the ring, but nobody knows what her and JB had to do, get through to get to that ring. So right. they, they, I'm pretty sure there's a, there's somebody who saw that and say, well, damn, like why is this nigga mm -hmm. ain't proposed to me? You know what I'm saying? That's not fair because not and, and it's not that it's T or JB's fault. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not their business to tell you what they did to get there. That would be a great episode, though. But you know, it's um, not. I can last episode engagement episode. Please check it out. You know what I'm saying? But. On, on the surface, somebody's looking at that like, damn, like, when is it going to be my turn? Yeah, so nice. there is a press. So if to me, if my woman is asking me about marriage based off of a society timeline that does not align with where we're at, that's unfair. Now, if the, if your goals is based off of where you want your life to be based off of your own merits, your own beliefs, and not what somebody told you you're supposed to be doing, then I'm okay with that. But if it's based off of society and, and social media and, and things that we were taught that you didn't take the time to educate yourself on, then that's unfair. There is a pressure of, yo, because cause what I, I feel like people miss out on, on, on these generic tweets and things of that nature are the feelings and emotions. Like, yo, I may generally really love you. Like, I don't want to lose you. And I don't want to be, I don't want you to feel like I'm being selfish by holding on. Yes, we, we understand the woman's biological clock, but there is a financial clock for a man, right? So mm -hmm. say I have the, like, this, this, yes, I want to marry you, of course, but it's not just because technically, what marriage is, what a business license that we could benefit from off of taxes. T, yeah, I know what you're rolling, it, blah blah blah. But like the reason why, the reason why I say there's different definitions for it because outside of that, like T, you and I, we both believe in God, we both are Christians, so we understand the Christian way. But in another religion, they have their own society based too on how their marriages are run. You know what I'm saying? There are people who have multiple wives and are free to do whatever, and they're okay with that. People operate differently based off of their beliefs, so that's why I will never create my relationship with a broad stroke. It's really based off of who I'm with. I can date some. I could date somebody, right? She believes one thing. I could date T. T could believe a totally different thing. My views may now have to alter based off of the person I'm with. It's not as broad as of a stroke as by 24, I want to be married. And she recanted that statement by saying, yo, if she could have done it over, she wouldn't have done it right away. She spoke from a 24-year-old. She was thinking from a 24 point of view. So that goes to show me that technically was... Being well, what I would have asked her was being married really what you wanted, or was it based off of the fact that we've had X amount of years together and society made you feel like we should be doing that? If that's the case, then yes, I do feel like that is wrong. If you really wanted to get married because that's what you wanted and it has nothing to do with what society told us to do, then then what? You know what I'm saying? Because are we getting married because we're ready to spend whatever uh, re the rest of our lives together or because uh, uh, based off of society, right? 
Like if we if we look at the numbers, the divorce rates are high as shit. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the rush? Is it time spent? Like these and and this is not me. This is me generally asking questions because it's like okay, everybody's getting married, but why is why is why is the divorce rate so high? Like I feel like T and JB have enough time to learn each other that I am confident that their marriages that their marriage is going to last the test of time. They've put the work in. Thank you. I've been a part of weddings, right? I've been in four weddings in my lifetime. Ask me if all four of them still together. Are they? Not all of them. Mm. So but- it's kind of because so it's kind of like, yo, what was what was the reasoning? Like, what was the rush? And some of those marriages were very, very the relationship part were very short. I don't. I have a big. I don't want to say rule, but you, I don't want to get into it. You need to know your partner. You can't. You have to know somebody. Like they say. Know somebody on all aspects. So, like, you meet, like LaShawn said, you meet somebody in the first six months, the first year. It's such a, your honeymoon stage is extended. Magnificent. And now you have a year and a half, two years of honeymoon stage. You don't know how this person handles loss. You don't know how this person handles financial issues. You don't know how this person handles family issues. You don't know how this person is angry. You don't, it's just, this. like I said, forever, forever. That's such a long time. You need to really know the person like I felt like JB has seen me in so many different aspects in so many different me's I have seen him in so many different hymns so it's like I could say like okay we could handle each other when we're stressed out like some people a lot of people say something happens god forbid one of them lose their job you with somebody for one year now he loses his job he depressed the relationship does not withstand the test of time because you don't mm-hmm. even know how that person is in that type in that type of mindset you don't even know how that person is when they mad and going back to just like society and stuff like that, when you said about people's morals, I think with women, what we like, okay, saying that you've been with somebody, so let's say you meet somebody, you with her for five, six years, it's more like, do you not see the value in me that I need to be your wife? Do you not see the value in me and our relationship that you want to make this partnership forever? I think that is something that crossed people's mind. Not somebody you met and it's superficial. Like, Right. Somebody you knew for one year, they should not be thinking that. Right. Now, when you're with somebody for 10 years, it's like, I went through 10 years of your life with you. You don't think that I'm valuable enough to be your wife? What? I think I think from what I'm, what I'm hearing, I think based off of these conversations and where you're at with this person. So for me, I'm always thinking from the initial meeting. If I'm already three, four, five, six years in, that, that, that conversation has crossed my mind plenty of times I've by then I've probably already expressed to you where I want to live how many homes I want what I want to do with my career how I am with my job you've seen me through the ups the downs the ins and the outs but the but I'm talking about from based off of what people are saying from the 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 clip that we saw it's a lot of people's just saying generic things that's not living it and i don't feel like that's fair because you can't speak from the emotions of what's going on in that household at that time at 24 years old like a lot of people don't know right like if you followed them she was cheated on by him with her best friend right and he was on he was wasn't he like um he dealt with like substance abuse like they had a very hard right so 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 with things of that nature right he went pro didn't didn't go he and got cut or he got hurt yeah he got hurt yeah right so so their dynamic is different you know i'm saying she's speaking from a standpoint of 
within this five years, even though they're 24, I've been with you through infidelity. You've had, uh, you have you had substance abuse issues you, that I dealt with. That was, right? that was caused from, you know, you, you think you being on top of the world, being at the height of your profession to then losing it. You know what I'm saying? That right. There's so many things that, that, that aren't factored in that people are not aware of. Cause most people will be like, Oh, you cheated on me with my best friend. I'm out. Right. So, so they wouldn't have stuck that out to get to that part of anyway. So it's like, we people shouldn't speak on other people's relationships. People just should just live in their own. What I didn't like though is that oh no, John, you can talk because we're talking too much for John. Go oh ahead. no, 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 no. I was just gonna say something that you said to you said um about a woman's value in regards to a man, I would say like committing himself mm-hmm. or marriage. Sometimes it's not you, it's us as men. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like well, honestly, it's a lot of the times. If maybe it's a lot of times that we feel like we're not ready to be the husband that we can be to you. Right. It doesn't have to do with you all the time. And I know it can, it's hard for somebody to accept like, oh, it must be something I'm doing wrong that he doesn't want to spend the rest of his life with me. Maybe I'm not ready yet. Maybe I'm not in the financial space or maybe I'm not in a place where I feel like I can be the best father or husband to the life or contribute to the life that you want me to give you. I'm like, yo, maybe if I had two extra years, you know what? I got this plan, two extra years, maybe this will work and then I can be the best guy for her. Which which reminds me of why women operate off of a biological clock and men operate off of a financial clock. Yes, but that's the transparency between us because people think of themselves. Mm-hmm. So when you think of your life goals, you're thinking of you. You're not, I'm not, that's not saying it's selfish, but as a woman, I'm in a relationship for X amount of years. I'm thinking, dang, I'm doing all of this for this person. I live with this person, X, Y, and Z. Some people, I'm the mother of your kid, kids, mm-hmm. and you, don't, you still don't want to marry me. Mm-hmm. Why? You know, okay, okay. I'm, I'm just saying these are the scenarios that happen where it's a question. Now, with the Deval and Kadeen thing, I think that him, the conversation to me didn't really make sense because he, yeah, I don't know he said that. I don't want to live with somebody that I'm not married with. At the at that point, it seemed like they were already living together. Yeah. And I felt pressure to propose. That wasn't an eternal pressure. Because yeah. at the end of the day, they was already living together. Now, my thing is, this is how I put it. When he was in the NFL, you need to train to be good at the NFL, right? So he felt like, oh, I want to keep this woman. I need to marry her. Going back to what LaShawn said, he felt like he jumped the gun. Because now you're saying... Oh, I want to be married. I can say that. I, girl, I've been saying that since year one. I've been with JB. And look where year I am at. I just got proposed. So I can say I want to be married every single year. That doesn't mean he needs to put his foot down and marry me tomorrow. But he felt like he needs to do that and then complain about it after. And kind of like say it in a... The thing is, he didn't say it in a past... That clip made it, made it seem like he didn't say it in a passive way. Like it was a conversation. It was like, hold up. You did pressure me. And it's like... Wait, let's roll this back. Because when we think of the dynamic of our relationship, I told you what I wanted. And you decided to jump the gun and do something that you were not ready for. And that's, I think that's where the disconnect was. And to me, like you said, LaShawn, people are on the internet that never even been in a relationship more than a month talking about, yeah, I would never let a man disrespect me like that. And I'm like, where's the disrespect? Because I didn't know that a man speaking his mind was disrespectful. Because he literally that's, a, that's, that. a, that's a fact, bro. That's a fact. What, what he was thinking. He literally said, this is how I feel about the situation. This is how I feel about the life choices that you make. Mind you, perception is a, is a crazy thing. Because she could have perceived it as, Oh, you know, I've been with him through his infidelity. I've been with him through his substance. Right, right, exactly. I've stuck it out. Yeah, Yeah. that's why when I look, when I listen to it, I I, not that I know her personally, but it's kind of like she's speaking from the standpoint of 
I've went through so many ups yeah, and downs with you. Like, time. Do, do you not see the value of me as being your wife? Yeah, but he's so, saying like, oh, you said this, so I needed to do it at that moment. And that's not true. That's it, not it, true. it goes to show you that two people could be in, a, in one relationship and have two different perspectives of what the relationship is. Mm-hmm. And, and that is also one of those uncomfortable conversations that maybe two people are having. So I could be in a relationship where like, you know, I know not not in the sense of like I know what my job is here. You know what I'm saying? And you know what your job is here. And when I say job, I don't mean it as like a nine to five duty, but I know what role I'm playing and you know what role you're playing, right? What if there's a chance of like even within a job you want to raise or you want to take things up or you want to move? Like most people are scared to ask their boss, or it takes them some courage to say, hey. I think I deserve a raise now, or, Hey, I'm ready for that. Those conversations need to be said because I'm a person who values my time. So if I feel like there's any potential time of me to be wasting me to be wasted, then I'm doing myself this, this, the disservice, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a person, I, I harbor things. So I, it weighs on me a little heavy. So let me get this off my chest, but you also have to find a way to be also delicate to the person you're saying and not make them feel like they're doing something wrong because I also feel like because I am not on your timeline does not mean I am lesser of what I was so say for example you're you're ready to uh you're ready to get married right and I'm not that doesn't mean that that in my timeline, I'm behind or I'm less of a man or I'm not perfect same thing with a woman if 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 there, there are women who are not who 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 don't want to get married. That doesn't mean that you know she'll never be a wife or feel like, damn, I missed out on an opportunity because you know what I'm saying it's okay. What what happens to the saying, "What's for me will be for me." So if I know that and this is not the time, then this is just not for me at this moment. I, and I think the perception of people, like you said, in a relationship, like. Prime example, some people might say, oh, I want to have a, um, I want to be married before I have a kid. And then imagine later down the line, you sitting with your kid, your husband, your kid, and you know, you sitting with them and your husband goes, yeah, your mom pressured me to marry her because I wanted you. You're like, well, huh? Because just because I said I wanted to be married before I have a kid. So now you're saying that I pressured you to be married so we can have our child. That's exactly how I felt with the Deval situation. It didn't make sense. That's how I felt too. Because it's like. We've heard of situations where where people got married because they had a kid out of wedlock. That's yeah. that's that's not why they wanted to. That if they, what happens now, the scenarios if is if this kid never happened, right? Would you ever yeah. commit? To Would you have exactly? Yeah. So no, the point that I'm trying to make is that if I say that I want to have a kid before I marry, now you say, well, I gotta marry her now because I want to have a kid. You know what I'm saying? Not even the, the kid didn't come yet. I'm just saying that in. In, in life, like, hey, you know what? We're with, we're, we've been together X amount of years, but you know I want to be married before I have a kid. And then he's like, damn, I got to marry mm-hmm. her now. And then to hold it over her head. To hold it over my head, like, oh, now your kid is 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, your mom pressured me to have you because, you know, she, she really knew I wanted to have kids. And it's like, that's not the perception I got. I, I perceived it as it was time for us to be married. You made that step because you wanted to. Right. Not because I pressured, because I didn't say, like LaShawn said, ultimatum is pressure. Ultimatum is, you're going to do this or you're going to do that. Right. It wasn't that. She stated to Deval that she wanted to be, she, you know, I want to live with somebody, but I think that I should be, I should have the, we should take the next step before we, we do that. You know, maybe we're living together already, but eventually I want to get married. He wants to go buy the ring the next day. That's my business. Not to say that's not my business, but 
I didn't say that. I said that eventually I want to get there. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, John. No, I mean, for me, the way I viewed relationships my whole life is based off of the things my mom has told me, right? Because my mom is somebody that she, she was, I feel like she was always ahead of her time. If you listen to Imagine Plays, like I talk about my parents' relationship or however that goes a lot. My mom had me, what, 20? Um, obviously, when that happened, that obviously didn't, that didn't work out. I talk about it all the time. Uh, my dad wasn't necessarily around, right? But as I get older and you have those conversations with your father, you understand, oh, well, you at your age, this was a lot for you. And and then my mom is telling me, well, as she get as she is still a young woman, but she's like married now and had to, but like she's like, yeah, at that time, it was tough. At that time, I got pregnant and I wasn't in a position where I felt like I could just not have you i was 19 20 years old and then so and she's like no but guess what i also took the risk of saying i don't want to be with this man immediately you know how shunned i was and how absurd that sounded and that's how it's like my mom's like yo you do what you feel is right you do what you feel is right and that's something that's why my mom has such a close-ass relationship like LaShawn sees us every week we are just we are like best friends because we are able to have that type of, because we grew up together. That's how she always said, we grew up together. So like, we have those type of conversations. She's like, yo, do what you feel is right. Because if I followed what the world thinks is right, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. She's like, I have no I malice. you be in a messed up marriage with your mm-hmm. father you want to be with. She goes, I have no malice towards your dad. But he was young, but you were my son. So here I am. Yeah. Yes, we don't, we're not the best friends, but I talk about that relationship all the time because it's an education piece for me. Yeah. It helps me understand relationships now that there is no right or wrong way to do it. Mm-mm. But you, know you have to be on the same page with your partner. It, I would hate for somebody to put that in my face late in the future, like, yeah, because when you pressure me, I was like, are you, that's how, all right. the years we've been together. And the basis of our relationship, our wedding day, I'm thinking it's the most happiest time. You bought a ring, you want to marry me. It's because you felt like I was going to leave you or you felt like, oh, now that I love you. My mother was divorced by 22 years old. I didn't even graduate college till I was 22 years old. Mm-hmm. So like, imagine like that, com- like it, those things play in my mind every time. When I'm going to just be with somebody, I'm going to be, tr- I'm going to give you what I think I can give you at that time. And I'm going to be transparent about it. Hey, this is what I got. Because I have nothing, my mom was like, yo, you have nothing to lose. It's either going to go this way or it's going to go that way. Like, you might as well give your, like, yes, there is pain involved. But me, mm-hmm. I've always been somebody like, yo, bro, you're going to win some, you lose some. Right. Everybody's not your soulmate. And I think people need to realize that, too. Everybody's not your soulmate. I think the pressure, I think what the pressure is, is the is that the risk you're willing to make? Yes. But how can you find them? Because the reward is Because, 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 because here, here's, this is just my perspective, right? If I'm praying for a woman, she comes in my life and I'm at this crossroad. It may not be like an ultimatum, but it may be, it may be at this crossroad where it's like, yo, is it, is it something that I need to whip up within myself? Or is this something like, yo, I'm just not ready for it. that? That is the the compromise that I was alluding to earlier. Like, is this is this what I'm about to do? Is it something that I can whip up? Is it something that I just need to work on within myself? Is this a me problem or is this a us problem? Is me not ready to commit right now a personal problem that it's that I'm not sharing with her? 
You know what I'm saying? Or is there an underlining issue that I haven't expressed, i.e. money or 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 my heart is in one place, but my mind is in another? Is it is it is it certain certain things that she is not a, a privy to? Or is it really something on my end that I may be just fearful of? You know what I'm saying? So or or the trauma of being in a in a in a in a household where you're not used to seeing marriages work. Or being in a space where you're not comfortable of marriages working and you don't want to be another statistic, but you love this woman. So it's like, yo, am I willing to take this risk? It may not necessarily be her. It may just be a man not being sure on one, how to express his feelings in this moment, because I feel like, well, I won't speak for him. Or, or that situation, but if that was me, I feel like right. I would have expressed that right there and then, yo, I feel a little pressure. I've said that in my right. lifetime, like, yo, this is a pressure that I, that I'm not comfortable with. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm 22 years old, bro. Like, what are we talking about? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. Yo, we've been together for five years. And the crazy thing about it, that set woman only got married last year. So it's kind of like, yo, we're at, we're, we, that was at 22. It's been whatever years, because I won't share her age, but they, uh, trust me, it's been a long ass time. <laughs> so that means you could have thugged it out for X amount of time, bro. Yeah. You done had, you done had three different relationships outside of me since then. So yeah. it, it, if marriage is the goal and it took you three different relationships to finally get there, then it's like, yo, what was the sense of urgency? Well, we put different expectations. On different people, the, though. The, the, the sense of urgency at, 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 it is a pressure of no matter what it is, whether it's time, success, love, this, that, and the third. I've been in positions where I recently think, yo, like, I just said it on, on, my, on, my, on my show myself where Don asked me, like, yo, are you comfortable with the idea of knowing that you possibly let the one, the one that you're supposed to be with get away? And I told him yes, because that's the bet I got to lay in. I'm comfortable with that. I take that risk. But a person, but if I wasn't okay with that, I probably would have stuck it out knowing that I'm still unsure because I that's mad selfish. Yeah. So to me to hold on to you because that I'm unsure selfish. and I don't want to take that risk. You're thinking you happy as fuck and I want to be here when, when, when in all actuality, I think I want to be here, but I'm not sure. But I don't want to lose this. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know. A good woman, as, as crazy as it sounds, honestly, a good woman is hard to find. I know they say a good man is hard to find, but all in all actuality, a good woman is hard to find too, right? So it's kind of like, how do I know I'm going to get blessed with another one? Like, what, is your faith what defines strong? What defines a good woman for you? To, uh, for me personally? Um, yeah, for you. And I'm gonna for me personally, one word, understanding. Under your 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 will your ability to understand me, you know, I it, it's no longer I'm I'm past the looks the, the the chemistry and all of that. I'm way past that now. If you can understand me, and when I say understand me, that doesn't mean you have to be okay with my flaws or you have to be you have to excuse my level of toxicness that whatever I may have that does not mean that it's okay the understanding of like who I am as a person the way my mind thinks the way I make my decisions the way I choose to handle certain things like if I'm having a bad day and I want to be closed off or I want to I I choose to do my self-care 
as an individual and not as an item. Are you okay with that? You know what I'm saying? Are you going to take that personal and feel like, oh, why are you blocking me out? Or, or understanding to the sense of like, I say this all the time. I don't want to date a listener. You know what I'm saying? Are you understanding of like, I don't need your support when it comes to my show. Like that's that that's not something I'm demanding from you. Like, are you okay with that? To to me, people, but I say that all the time. Like, if I have a live show and I know you're not into the podcast, I don't want you there. You don't have to be there. I I'll see you when I get home. Are you okay with that? If you come, come, cool. But if you don't, it's like I'm not pressing you to be there. You know, so the level of understanding of me as an individual and my understanding of you. Cause it's a two way street, but what I'm looking for is just pure understanding. Like I understand you as a, a woman that, that, that can say, I know LaShawn like the back of my hand. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. That's fair. I know she's out there. John. Uh, a good woman. I, honestly, that's such a broad thing. I don't even know. The definition of good is crazy. Like I guess a good woman to me, it is on the basis of just understand, understand. Can we communicate? Because we can misunderstand each other, but if we're working to understand the other person's point of view, that's also the fun part too. But as long as you can communicate, because men, we have this problem too. We don't communicate effectively and it gets into a, a, an argument of stupidity. But if we can communicate somewhat effectively, because literally all of us do podcasts and we have to communicate for hours at a time per week. If we can use our talents, if you can communicate with me, I know we're like we're at the we're halfway to the battle. Mm-hmm. Like I have to talk three hours a week. You have to if you can meet me there a little bit, like that we can communicate our thoughts effectively in a rational sense. Okay. I know that there's a point of you because I could be saying the dumbest shit on the planet. If you're at least trying to hear me out. And then communicate back to me why either you don't think this point is valid or you don't, instead of whether you being mad or being vindictive or being like, I have to play the game in the relationship to do this to get what I want. If we're not, if we can do the communication thing, yeah, I'm not, we halfway there. We halfway there because that is a tough part in relationships. It's we communicating to get to the, what we both really want instead of trying to get over on the other person or trying to get what we want out of the other person. It's a, communication it's a communication usually is like well okay i want this so this is how i'm going to communicate this right and instead of it being like okay i hear you let me give this back to you this way or you give this back to me this way if we can get to that point we're halfway there mm-hmm. we're halfway there to me to me you're a person that's trying to listen and understand me mm-hmm. you know you're trying to do you're trying to make this work so yeah that's that's it going for me yeah that's it I don't need much. Listen, man. Listen to me. A low maintenance man. We love to see it. I say all that. Listen, no, listen, listen to me. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, T. What do you think makes a good man? Um, but I got a good man, so I'm very yes. <laughs> you gotta uh, wreck your husband. Listen, what makes him? What makes him a good man? Mm-hmm. He has the what is it? The three P's: provider, protector. What's the other one? That's oh, I never heard of this. Is that three P's? It's in the Steve Harvey book, but don't girl go read it. Okay, don't go read it because we don't want people to start that fiasco. What is but, it? What's his, What's the book called again? 
think like a man. Think like a man. man. Uh, uh, it's profess, profess, provide, and protect. And protect. Yes. Yeah, okay. so I read that book. He provides, he provides, he provides, and he protects. And he's, one thing I tell people, we are, like I said, we are really good friends. Like, we know each other's quirks. Like, like we we know each other. I know him like the back of my hand. He knows me like the back of his hand. Also, what makes him a good man is that he lets me be myself. Like I do not have to dim my light. I'm a person that we are opposite personalities. I can go. You guys have seen it. I went to a party one time, and Lashawn was like, "How was she dancing by herself <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor? Nobody was around. Just me by myself dancing. Just." Wallen. And if he was there, he'll be in the corner with his drink. Like, oh yeah, ooh, that's my girl. Cool. Mm-hmm. No care in the world. We you have to I feel like when you get with somebody and y'all don't click, it starts to clash. Now you have somebody that's stiping your growth. Now you have somebody that's limiting what you like to do. Now you have somebody you can't compatibility is a real thing. I'm sure telling you, sure you, you, you try to force it with somebody you're not compatible with. Yeah. It doesn't work. Like, I could be myself. He, he lets me be myself. The only thing is he wants me to start going to the gym and working out. So that's one thing he holds over my head. Like, he said, I'm getting too old to be not working out. Okay, but everything else, he lets me do. If I want to sleep, I could sleep. If I want, like, you know, like, not let, but, you know, it's not a mm-hmm. problem. People, you trying to be yourself. And he like, oh, why are you, why are you going to the party and dancing like that? Why would I want and I'm gonna be with that person for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Rest of my life. I can say, yo, I'm out. I'm going to brunch. All right. I'm doing this. All right. And same, vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't hound him. I don't. I don't do things like we have our individual lives, and we allow each other to grow. We allow each other to make mistakes, mm-hmm. but we have each other's back. If I make a decision in my life, the first person I'm calling is him. Mm-hmm. Job money um i don't know I, if i need to park my car mm-hmm. and i can't park it in the parking spot like what would I do any bigger small decision yeah mm-hmm. what would i do like you know he is we are compatible with each other i don't want to say we complete each other because i'm a whole person and yeah and the thing is what people what people really don't understand is i will be whole by myself right god forbid he did something right. wrong to me, i would leave him because right. that's I know my worth. That's so how I stop saying the better half. Like, no, you can't. There's no better half. You there's have no better to be half. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy. I, I'm happy as a person that stands alone. My life is good. He is an extra part that makes my life amazing. But if, God forbid, something happened and, you know, I would have to force myself out of this relationship, I would be okay. Like, you know, I, I talk so highly of him, but, you know, people be like, oh, you know what I, you know what I hate? You ain't going nowhere. I said, let him do something that, that makes me go somewhere and I'll be gone. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's not, but, you know, he respects me. He's never called me out my name. Like, the, the things that, you know, he's called me bitchy one time, and I really got upset. said I was acting bitchy. But, you know, things that, you know, you, and the thing is, some things that I might take, another person won't. Yeah. Some things that another person will take, I won't. So I always say two people are compatible when you can deal with their flaws and you can live with them. Because forever is a long time to live with somebody and their flaws. So we are literally like, what is that? What is that little black thing that has the white and the black? Oh, the yin and yang. And yang. Yeah. I know. Well, what is that? You know what I mean? It's like a moon and it's like a crown. I haven't found it yet. Sorry. 
Oh, I'm uh, you're about. annoying. <laughs> He's like, yeah, never experienced that emotion. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that's, and even in the same thing, it's vice versa. Like, he'll call me and say, like, hey, you know, I have this opportunity at work. Do you, what do you think about it? Like, it's not like, it's not like, oh, I'm a woman and I need, I need the head of the household to help me with all my decisions. And then it's just like, he's just doing stuff on my on his own and he doesn't consider me. Yeah, there's some things that I'm not considering. He wants to buy a new car. I don't know anything about cars. He might say, oh, you like this, you know, like. It, where it's applicable, mm-hmm. but you know you have you're, to be you're compatible a good fit. with somebody. We're a good fit. Yeah, we're a good fit. We're we're a good fit. You have to be compatible with somebody. Compatibility is like some people they they like two bulls fighting against each other, trying to force something to work. If the key does not go in the hole and turn it and, and unlock it, that that y'all shouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah, absolutely. I think for me, um, it's the two C's: it's chemistry and consistency. I think that chemistry is important. I mean, it's very similar to compatibility, just being able to be comfortable with someone. Also, like you said, not dimming your light. Um, Just seeing, you know, who that person is at face value and being able to honor that, recognize that, love that, love them for them. Um, And then I would say, um, what was the other one I just said? So I said chemistry and, oh, consistency. Um, I think it's really important. There's, I think follow through is really important. And I think that sometimes that gets missed in relationships. So being a person of your word, being consistent with what you say you're going to do, how you're going to do it, how you're going to show up for someone, how you're going to show up for your partner, I think is really important. Um, So those are like the two things I would say that identify what a good man would be to me. Is it to you or for you? Uh, Elaborate. What's the difference? I feel like, so like, that's why when like y'all asked me, I was like, okay, for me, this is what I would need. But I don't know what a good girl is in a general sense. You know what I mean? In a general relationship, you feel what I'm saying? So I, I'm always mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like when when a girl there's a, there's a pool of people, and a girl is like, okay, this is what I'm looking for, like in the stratosphere. This is what a good person is in the stratosphere. Like, where does that, or man or woman, or where does that, like, come from? Not to your question specifically, but it's like, where does that, like, come from? I feel like, because... Are you saying, like, where are we pulling... Because like, like, hey, like, it's good subjective to per- a person. Is that what you're yeah, trying to get at? Yeah, okay. yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, a girl be like, I don't really care about the whole consistency thing. He's rich, and he's always on the road, and mm. he, if he doesn't text me, I don't give a shit, but we're taking care of my family's good, and and I know he's a provider and that's what I care about. Hey, he doesn't have to talk to me all the time. That's and type thing. Cause I feel like me and LaShawn talk about this all the time. We're not going to delve into it, but, um, no, talk please about, delve. I would like to listen. Um, not it. Kidding. No, but, um, no, like we talk about our goals and our aspirations uh-huh. and sometimes us not having the time or the things with the things that we want to do or the things that we have to do in between these times to be as consistent as we would want to be. Right. If I'm misspeaking, please let me know. I don't, but like if to be as consistent as we want to be to a woman or to, you know, like where we, I, I consistency could be something different to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, right. You're, you're just saying we think that's subjective. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, like, yo, you have to talk to me every day or mm-hmm. this is our thing every day. And I'm like, yo, I, I promise you I don't have that time. Mm-hmm. Right. Just right. But then you can meet somebody that, that doesn't want that. Right. Right. So it's, it's just or you can meet someone who doesn't want that, or you can express that up front. So the so there's an idea of the expectations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I so, yeah, maybe because I've met girls, I'd be like, yo, you don't have to talk. You talk to me once a week. Thank I you. am good. I am straight. I am. I'm sorry. I can't. Mm-mm. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's once a like, week? Yeah, it's, 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 no, but it's up to your. Because I have friends who are like, they're in the industry too, and they don't even they don't even text me back for weeks at a time. So imagine if they would I always talk like if you were dating somebody, how will you date somebody? Mm-hmm. You can't even text the people that you actually like. Mm-hmm. So I'm one more thing, yo. I just saw this. I've been saw it though, but that's <laughs> not the point. <laughs> right. I'm, that's not the point. <laughs> but I, I understand your point because you're saying you have a lot on your plate and you're not complaining about it. But it's like to add something else, which is kind of like not towards your goal because that's not your goal right now it's kind of like a not a burden but it's something extra and you might not be able to give that person the extra that they want that they require to maintain the relationship that they want and it will be hard for you to maintain certain things and that's and that's understandable but you know i always tell people make sure you're ready for the ripples of your decision of course that is something that you you might have to deal with later down the line but then that's you like because some people for instance, doctors, they deal with their career all their lives and now they're 50 years old and they're single. And it's like, but these are the ripples of your decisions because you try, you you chose to focus on certain things and not focus on others. Not saying that this is bad. I'm saying that right. some people are very career driven where mm-hmm. they don't focus on things, but you need to know that everything comes with a, comes with a repercussion and it might not be good. And sometimes your ambition is your biggest downfall in terms of the other side because there, I, I, I've been told from like, yo, you're gonna, something's got to give sometimes at some point. Yeah, your relationship to, to get to your success point, relationships are gonna suffer sometimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I'm so comfortable in that space. Where it's like, listen, man, if you want to go have a drink and this is all this is, I'm cool with it and nothing comes from it because I know like your your time may be limited, my time may be limited, and it's just not the time for either one of us yet. Mm-hmm. But people say ambition is a is a is a dangerous game to play with trying to find love too. Cause I'm always, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can put myself here. I'm going to put the things I want to accomplish first right now. No, I agree. Is. I'm, Unfortunately, yeah, I'm sorry. As much as we may love each other and this, I'm going to put the yeah. things I have to accomplish and the things that I want to do to take care of my friends and my family and make sure my team is all the way good. They were here when I had nothing. So now that I see a path, I'm going to, and yes, we're dating and things of that nature, but I'm going to do what I got to do to give that promise first. Mm-hmm. Right. I have an obligation to those people too. Right. Mm-hmm. It's and, at the point where I'm, I'm having conversations with friends and they're like, you know what? Like, I'm okay with not being married. Like, I want it, but because of the, it, choices, right. the choices that I made and the career paths that I made, it might not happen. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with, you know, doing this. I'm okay with, um, having a baby, you know, the non-traditional way. Because at the end of the day, when you focus on other things, you have to make sure that you know that certain things, some some people can have it all. But at the end of the day, it won't be in the same time span. You can have it all, but it won't be at the same time. Something's going to have to give at a certain point. If you're focusing on your career first, then maybe the relationships in your life will suffer. But you have to play catch up after that. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why certain things happen a little later down the line. Like like many successful women might say they get married later because they focused on their career and then they get married later and then they go they have kids later. That's why you're seeing like I work with babies. You see a lot of older moms because they probably focused on their career, getting married, getting settled, then they have kids. You know, 
but I will always look at the girl that got away as opposed to the job that got away or the or the opportunity that got away. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, maybe yeah. people tell me that's that I have an issue all the time, but it like I rather live with the girl that got away as opposed to the opportunity that got away because I was focused on what I deem is this is wasn't as important to me at that time. So right. I, that's just where like I'd rather right now in my life understand that. But there will be the girl that will understand that. Listen, take this opportunity. Maybe we'll work. Maybe time is different, or maybe I'll go follow you to this opportunity. That's nuts to say, but sometimes, but yeah, because I'm not doing right. that. But, but yeah, people like, don't understand that. Yeah, and that's it, the problem. But if, I, I just like you said, like I'm, I've talked to. I, I don't know if I talked to Lashawn about this when we have like pre-production, but I've talked to my friends like, yo, bro, if I gotta come to a point where like I have to adopt a child, or I don't get married, or like I have to adopt and just date. I, I don't I won't, I want to adopt a kid. That's that's something I would love to do. Well, sperm does not expire. Lucky for you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just saying in a technical sense. No. Like, in a, in a, I mean, like in a technical sense. But I'm not in the medical field, so thank you for the information. You're welcome. <laughs> but yes, like if that's what's gonna happen, hey. Yeah, I get not? what you mean. I get what you mean. But it's just that, like someone said, women run on a biological clock. And I seen something on. I seen something on. Um, I said that to Simone earlier. Can I can I read the little yeah, tweet? Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. It was like, why are men so the so the first tweet was why are men so afraid of settling down? And then somebody wrote like replied to the tweet and was like, to be honest, most of the women who wanted to me to settle down didn't want me. They just wanted commitment. Mm-hmm. That's not fair to either of us. And that's true. Some people just. So many people are so fascinated with the idea of marriage. They don't even want to be married. They just want to say, "I'm married. Mm-hmm. I, I have somebody." I, 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 like, you ever met somebody who have a man and don't know nothing about their man? Mm-hmm. Or don't even care about their man? Because mm-hmm. I have a man. Eh. I don't talk to women that have men, so I don't know. <laughs> Shut up, Jonathan. <laughs> Next, so, not, so we can't get you on the side nigga episode for my podcast. No. Let me cross you off right now. Oh, no, yeah, I don't. I, I have not participated in no things. You've right. never been a side nigga. Oh, Ooh, listen. Wait, let's not get, let's not get off track. Well, I, I don't know. I would, sometimes, like, oh girls, my I would, god! No, I have no idea. Listen, I'm not gonna say never because that's like a dude saying I never got cheated on. Listen, there's no way all the women, well, allegedly, that I've been with in my life, somebody's cheated on me. <laughs> somebody's gotten right. No, so maybe not. a girl has had a whole man and they just wanted me for some fun. Okay. Hey, if it happened, it happened. Listen. Okay, they say that a lot of women want a wedding and don't want a marriage, and I don't mm. know. The truth. I like that. Y'all want to party? Not the. Oh, that's nuts. I like that. <laughs> that. Right. I mean, that's not how I feel, but I can see. Not, I can no, see that. I like, mm, a lot of people want to be engaged. A lot of people want to be engaged. They want to get the ring. I'm engaged. A lot of yeah. people want the wedding. I want the party. I want the celebration. But people don't know what it takes to have a successful marriage. Right. And when it gets tough, what ends up happening, they get divorced. And that's why the divorce rate is for people. Yeah. Right? So I, I used to read things online that was like, oh, like, advice from people who are divorced and one of the ones that stuck with me was like just how you water your plants you have to water your marriage when you don't water it it dies so mm-hmm. whatever you don't put effort into and whatever you don't feed into whatever you don't feed will die mm-hmm. so you have to put effort into your marriage marriage is hard work actually i had a marriage episode go check it out on love and relations podcast plug, plug your shit, girl plug it yes go ahead so, that's a true statement. A lot of people don't know what it takes. And not saying you should know what it takes, but you should know that it takes work. You can't go with it with a mind like, oh, it's cool. I've been with him for two years. It's just going to be doing this for the rest of my life. It gets hard. Things mm-hmm. happen. 
bumps in the road happen, speed bumps happen, job losses happen. Some people like things happen and really, really, really. And I'm not even talking about cheating. I'm talking about real life things. They say that one of the top things that break up marriages is financial issues, mm-hmm. losing a kid, losing a kid. Mm-hmm. When a couple loses a kid, it, it, it breaks them up. And just financial issues is number one, though. Mm-hmm. Losing a kid and just losing a job. When one spouse loses a job, it, it really can detriment, you know, your mental and other, the other spouse is not prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Any type of loss. Yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't get to ask any of the questions that I wanted to ask today in terms of, no, it's fine because I, I really wanted us to dive into how we want to be approached as people who are in this, I guess, dating sphere, how we want to be respected as creatives, how we want to be loved. But I think that, you know, this was a, a great episode regardless, but I, I want to end the episode by go- kind of going around the room and asking you all how you want to be loved. And if you are currently loved, how that person is fulfilling you currently. So LaShawn, you've been quiet for a little bit. I want to hear how you want to be loved. Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I don't know anymore. Okay. T, um, no. And, I, <laughs> and um, uh, because I am not in a space right now to receive affection. Mm. So, um, hence why I'm not accepting the, like the dates offers and things of that nature. Um, I don't know if I'm, I know I'm in a position, I know, I know that giving love is second nature for me, but receiving it, I'm learning how to accept love in ways that I may not want it. So if your style of love, like I know it's corny, but like the style of love, if I love language, if the love language that you're you're good at is something that I am not used to, I reject it. Mm. And that's not fair. I may be missing out, but I know I'm in a position where I am not in a space to receive affection or love. So I just don't put myself in positions to make somebody feel like they have the ability to do it. Why do you think that you're not in that space? Uh... I need to recharge okay. from the amount of uh, dating situations I've been in. Mm-hmm. So I'm now taking this the sense of like relearning myself and, and dating myself and uh, finding out what I really, really want. And right now in this season of my life, because I don't think it's permanent, but in this season of my life, I'm just not receptive to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's honest. That's fair. Thank you. John? The question was, how do I want to be loved? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, it could, no. it could also, too, I, I should say, I should have um, added this. It could be platonically. It doesn't have to be just romantically. Oh, then I just, <clears throat> to be loved, I think, is to be understood. Mm-hmm. And that's all I've ever, like, I have aspects of my life where I have to be super harsh or super tough. Um, And like you said, it can be platonically, like, I'd I'll just use like work or business as an, as an example. Like, you know, I'm in a position sometimes you gotta be tough and you gotta be stern. And when you, yeah, just understand where I'm coming from. And same thing with relationships. Just understand that if we know each other, that I want you to understand me in the moments that aren't pleasant. Mm-hmm. 
because when everything is everything when everything is great it's easy mm-hmm. we're going out we're going out to eat and we're having a good time or john's got six bottles of casamigos um shameless plug i hope they sponsor me but um yeah if if when it's good it's good but i want you to understand when things are unpleasant because i'm so used to loss when things when the first or one or two things go wrong yeah. And I've get, come to a point where I'm so accustomed to loss, it's starting to not affect me, which I what having comes to my mom is like, yo, that's not okay. You cannot be so okay with loss. Yeah. It should affect you. You should feel sad about it or something. So I want someone to understand me when things aren't okay. So I know that the minute things aren't okay, that there is a fight. That there is because the fight is the effort, the fight is the end goal. And anything in life I feel like that you want to get to and that finish line to. You better fight for it. Whether it be sports, you have the intangible, the extra fight to win the championship. Um, relationships, the extra, the extra it's the extra stuff that gets you guys to the finish line. I'm sure with T and JB, that's it's the extra stuff. It's not y'all spoke about a lot a lot about how y'all mesh because y'all are kinda opposite, but there's an intangible that y'all have that is undeniable. And that's what I think it is to be loved. Not only with um relationships, but with friends. Like your friends know those little quirks about you. Like, yo, he's, he's having a moment. Give him 30 minutes, he'll be all right. Mm-hmm. That, the little shit like that, if you know me that way, there's, like, we're going to be good forever. Yeah. You know, John has had 20 minutes. He good. Give him 20 minutes, he'll be all right. Because I know that that's just him in those 20 minutes. I know he, yo, he just had a day. If the moment's like, yo, you take it personally and then you math, like, come on. Like, do you know me? You know what I mean? That's kind of where my definition of wanting to be loved. If though, if a woman, if I'll speak back on relationships, if a woman can understand that at a, at, even at the surface level, we're, we're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Thank you for sharing that. Go ahead, T. Um, I already raved about my man. So. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm being, I think that one thing that I need to always tell myself is that you can always love better. Mm-hmm. So even me, I'm in a place in my life where I'm about to be married. We're planning our wedding. We're planning our engagement party. We're planning for the future, um, you know, kids and things like that. Um, there's always ways that I can love him more or love him better or, you know, be a better person to him or, you know, show my appreciation in a different way. Um, I love. I like to be loved by acceptance and by support. You know, you always want support because your love languages. I live a hectic life. I need support. We are partners. I need. I need a partner. I don't need a boss. I don't need a servant. I don't need a boss or a servant. So those two are ends of the spectrum that I do not need. I need a partner mm-hmm. who I can count on. Things like that. With friendships, I need somebody that. I can unwind with, who can understand me, who understanding and acceptance is big in, in, in both type of relationships because people, as you grow with people, it kind of can get fuzzy because you guys can grow apart because your lives are different. But when you accept somebody's life, you can make room for them. Some people are not like that. So let's say somebody met Simone, I'm your friend, and I see that you're progressing more. I'm not really accepting of that. Now I become envious. It's like, and you have to be accepting of yourself too. So you need to meet people that are on the same kind of maturity level as you in relationships and with friendships because compatibility and acceptance is very, very hard for some people. 
And I think that's where people bump heads. Because relationships don't last. You're not compatible. You don't accept each other for who you are. You expect things that are not tangible with that person because they're not, they're not really, they cannot give you things that they don't know how to do or they can't do. And with friendships, it's the same thing. You, you need to accept yourself. You need to accept your friends. And you need to know where you stand with these people. The expectations that are not really real is what really breaks things up. Mm-hmm. You need to love people for who they are. Truly who they are, not who you want them to be. Who people are. I am me. I am not JB. No, I am not doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, like Lushma said, oh, you buying the basketball tickets? I might buy two tickets and tell him to go with his brother because you're not catching me at no basketball game. Mm-hmm. So don't expect those things from me. I don't expect to come home and find my house to fill with roses because that's not what he's doing. But then I'm going to be mad that he don't do it because I, don't, I know him. He's not going to do that. That's not what he does. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think the same thing is with friendships too because things can get out of control. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm going to the pumpkin patch. So. <laughs> I'm going. Listen, well, I'm going I'm, to- after all this, I'm glad that you're still going. Yes, that's good. Yes, love is love. Find yes. love to everybody. Yes, yes, I know why I'm there. I hope I hope I didn't make that too complicated. I'm just trying to simplify it as it is. It is complicated. Love is complicated. Love is trying, to, trying to mesh two completely different personalities with friends too mm-hmm. into one and into one kind of unison is hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did, before we wrap up, I did have a follow-up question for you, T. So you had said something about, like, you know, JB's not that kind of person. He's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Say say if the, the roses, the house filled with roses is your thing, do you think that there's still some validity in you being able to request things from your partner? Yeah, I think that um, you can request things and you can want things. But, okay, I'm, let me see if I can put it in a way that it makes sense to the world. Because somebody online is going to be like, why is she with the nigga then? Like, somebody. Somebody, of course. <laughs> That's just how people are. Simone's followers. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, uh, the, the hopeless romantics. <laughs> but let's say I was a person that needed roses every week. Yeah. That would be the compromise that he would have to make on his part, like going to the pumpkin patch. That's See? where that will fall in. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's not really like that. So maybe I would get it on special occasions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't expect things from people. Like, for example, with the um with the basketball game, I don't think that if, if every basketball game or once a month I bought him basketball game tickets and, you know, I said he can go with his brother. Maybe for his birthday I might go with him. It's not me, but for a special occasion I might show out. Mm-hmm. But for you to expect things from people all the time that they don't do and they be mad that they don't do it, it's kind of like, are you accepting them for who they are? Now, you're not settling, but it's like you have to be realistic in some ways. Pumpkin patches once a year. I hear you. Well, imagine <laughs> she to go, but imagine if she wanted to go for the whole fall season. Every I'm not texting you back. That's not, that's not realistic. I'm not texting you back. You'll never hear Not texting me. Okay. Kidding. Oh, my God. Joking. Joking. Okay. Guys, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's, that's, that's how I feel about it. If I was a, if I was a, um, if I was a roses girl every week, it's like, and then to be honest, I can buy my own roses. Yeah, that's true. That's what I wanted. Why, why, why do I need to Why wait for a man? But <laughs> There's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
that's on the women empowerment episode. Catch yes. us next time. Yeah, catch us next time on that episode for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll be quick because I'm practicing trying to be more open with my audience too. Um, I think that the way that I want to be loved is just being heard, knowing that I'm not being silenced, that I'm not being shunned, that I'm not being disregarded. I think there's a lot to be said about people who listen, friends, people you're dating, your relationship with, whatever. Uh, There's a lot to be said about someone who's listening to you with full intent, has actually heard you and can then go back and say, you know, I heard that you said this, or I've picked up that you, you feel this way about this. I respect that. I want to make sure that I, I don't do that again. I feel like that's like an emotional love language. And I just want to make sure that, um, you know, that I'm heard with whoever I'm with or whoever I'm surrounding myself with. And that I'm also allowing people to be heard too, which is why I created this platform because I wanted black people to be listened to, like actually intentionally listened to that. They weren't judged that they weren't, um, you know, afraid to express themselves and their thoughts. So that's why we here. And I am. Yes. Thank you. And I'm so I'm so happy with the way that this conversation came out. I thought it was amazing. I think it was really insightful. I think that there's something for everyone to pull from from this. Um, but before we wrap up, I want everyone to kind of go around and just remind the audience where they can find you on social media and what your shows are so they can tune in. I'll go first. Oh, yes, go. Yes. Um, I'm T. Martell on Instagram and Twitter. So that's T-I dot M-A-R-T-E-L. That's on Instagram. My show is called Love and Relations. Relations is R-E-A-L-A-T-I-O-N-S. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify. All We're not on YouTube yet. Um, but yes, and it's me and my fiance. We do the podcast together. It's kind of relationship-based, but we touch on all things mental health, family, some great content. So check it out. I'm up. I'm up. Uh, so, like I said, I do the Imaginary Players podcast every Friday, 9 a.m. It is five of us. It's me, Tyler, Walter, Jordan, and LaShawn. So, we got every week, Friday, 9 a.m. You can check us out. Um, my Our Twitter is IMG Players, and our Instagram is Imaginary Players Pod. So, if you want to, and if you want to know us individually, go to those pages because I don't have time to plug all these guys. So here we go. <laughs> but yes, all of us. And um, also, LaShawn is still signed to a exclusive contract to Imaginary Players. So if you do want to find LaShawn, if you want to date LaShawn during this time, during this time in his life, DM us. We hold the rights to... So, all yeah, right. <laughs> you can follow me at uh, Stay Focus LA on Instagram and Twitter. Um, my show is called What's a Good Guy. Uh, it premieres every Monday at 8 a.m. We're on the road to 200. Next week will be mm-hmm. uh, 190 and above. Clap, clap, clap. And um, we, we have we have some great episodes coming up. Uh, and uh, we, we, we divulge in, you know, not just the relationships, but I think we've mastered in the vulnerability of a man. And we share things and we talk from a perspective of uh, what people may think is uncomfortable for a man to even talk about. So that's what our show is about, uh, honing our vulnerability and being secure in ourselves. 
and sharing the growth of the, the average black man. So yeah, my co-host name is uh, Don Peasley. He's also a photographer. So uh, Don, the camera guy, his name is Don Peasley. He's in a happy relationship. Uh, and yeah, every Monday at 8 a.m. You can also catch me on Imaginary Players uh, every Friday at uh, 9 a.m. on all DSPs. Yes, all DSPs are shown. Yes. No, I don't want you to forget that. Um, so good. <laughs> Such big fans of each one of your shows. Thank you so much for being here. I felt like I didn't even have to carry the conversation because I have such great yeah, three podcasts. Of, yeah, three A yeah, mics. Three A's like, yeah. I'm just sitting I'm back just, like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. Yeah. Who's the half? Shout out to JB, oh. my motherfucking JB. Oh, oh, love and relations. Big oh, JB. <laughs> Whatever. We know T is the the A mic in this piece. I'm room full of legends. I feel like I'm like the 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 like me getting my shot with you guys. Oh my god. Yeah. Thank you. Like thank you guys for letting me be here. Um, I'll send you the cash app. Um, Mm -hmm. yes. No, my cash (laughs) app is Simone A, and it cost seven hundred dollars to be on this. uh, Wow. So. Thank oh, you. I'll be I'll be yeah. expecting the cash out. What you said? How you gonna end this? My bad. What? You mm-hmm. what? <laughs> now what you said? My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you all know me. I am your host via Simone. You can find me on Instagram v i a dot Simone s i m o n e. Also on Twitter via Simone underscore. Please be sure to follow the podcast page on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, bonnets, durags, no and, so that's B-O-N-N-E-T-S-D-U-R-A-G-S. And then also make sure to visit our website, bonnetsandurags.com. We're cooking up something special very soon. We're going to be releasing new merch, new products, you know, thanks to your gentleman on this actual episode right now. So definitely, yeah, mm-hmm, talking about you, yeah. <laughs> gotta keep it within the family, gotta, gotta work with the home team, so... Really excited about that. But um, yeah, thank you so much for listening and we will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.